Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the street. Hello and happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. What up? Fran, what's going on, big dog? I'm good, man. Uh, dealing with some stuff right now, but other than that, I'm straight. How about yourself? Yeah, we don't have to get into it. Um... I'm good, man. You know, I've just been really um, continuing to wage my war against Big Chocolate. You know, Valentine's Day is a scam and it's all bullshit. And I just think that we should topple the holiday altogether because it's just, you know, it's just bullshit. It's a way for people to be robbed with, uh, you know, no ski mask, no gun by these uh, drug stores and Hallmark stores and all that type of stuff. So, you know, my battle continues because I just feel like, you know, you know, good people shouldn't be getting robbed for chocolate every year. You know what I mean? Robbed for chocolate. What do you mean? Yeah, you know, I'm just saying big chocolate. They come with those ways. You know, you have to have a Valentine's. You have to find love. You need to be with somebody on Valentine's Day. And it's uh, all just a scam. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck like that. Like other holiday? I'm sorry? Like 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 other holidays? Yeah, like, like all Christmas? Of, like, well, yeah, I like Christmas. Why? It's not... Well, Cool, because I get stuff on Christmas. <laughs> I'm not getting anything on Valentine's Day this year. So fuck that. Fuck Valentine's Day <laughs> this year. But you know, you know, but Christmas. No, I always get stuff on Christmas. Christmas is always nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about you? you? Got any big plans for Valentine's Day? You know, you go. We did some Valentine's Day on uh, Friday. Yeah, it falls on Monday this year, so it's not yeah, as Friday. not as romantic. So we already did ours on Friday. Did you do some uh, you know, some um, little, little rascals type stuff? Go out on a rowboat? You know, no, uh, we, picnic did, we, basket. we did like a stay home type thing. Kids were gone. Yes. Oh, that's, okay. Say no more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> that, I took off the sexy saxophones. I took off the sexy oh, saxophones. Yeah, I don't have those on. I, I, I retired those. Yeah. I retired the Careless Whisper, but that would have come in handy right there in that moment. Fran, just to touch on briefly and very briefly, um, the discussion we had about Whoopi Goldberg sparked a lot of conversations uh, this past week. I learned a lot, and a lot of people informed me that race is a social construct that has changed over time. So at the time of, you know, the Nazi reign, mm-hmm. they were looking at like Ashkenazi Jews as a race, even no matter what their skin tone is or whatever. Like today, we might categorize a Jewish person as this race in America because of the color of their skin, but they were specifically targeted at the time as a race and that's what made it racism even if they aren't technically a race or whatever you know and it's a complex it's a complex discussion and my only point really i don't really my discussion i don't really whatever however people choose to identify as their business my entire point was like there is a conversation there and i don't feel like whoopi goldberg should have been punished for ignorance and especially when it was innocent ignorance you know you know we we had that discussion too about how ignorance has become like a slur or like a negative it has a negative connotation to it when it really is an opportunity to be enlightened you know you don't know something until you know it Mm -hmm. and that's my only point that's all that's the only the only thing i'm ever fighting for is like you know if if, if nobody's putting their hands on you and they're genuinely asking a question why not have the discussion you can eradicate ignorance the best way to do that is having a conversation and making somebody not ignorant anymore yeah now if you're just blindly ignorant or happily ignorant or profiting off of ignorance then that's a different story because somebody will choose to continue to be ignorant, even with the ignorant with even with the information in their face because they're making money from it. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation. Somebody that just is, is genuinely ignorant to something, there's an opportunity to eradicate the world of ignorance by having a discussion. And that was kind of my overarching point. And I didn't really want to get caught up in Whoopi Goldberg's comments specifically, but I understand there was a conversation to be had there. I had the conversation, I learned, and now we move forward. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I also had a recently this past week had a a revelation that sent me down a spiral it was brought upon by i don't know i was watching something and it was a uh, the the person was talking about how life makes people jaded and you know dating and relationships can make people jaded and i realized i've been jaded for so long in my life not because of dating or anything like that but in this year the kind of the perfect person to talk to about that because you're gonna you're gonna have to be dealing with this long before i am uh, parents lie to their children at such a high clip. And I think that the, the trauma of that isn't discussed enough in the, in the especially because it might be like deep-seated trauma or it might, they might even realize that it's trauma. It might become, you know, like uh, subliminal trauma. So like Santa Claus, Halloween, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, all these things are these things that kids believe in. They're looking under the pillow for stuff. And then one day you just get tired of it and you go, Oh yeah, we're not doing that this year. It's that's we lied. Mm. One day, every parent has to do that, and they never do it gracefully. I've never heard of it being done gracefully. One year, it's just like, oh, we didn't do that. We didn't put the tooth, the the money under the pillow for the tooth this year. We just, and that kid has to go. Oh, what 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 about all the what what happened? And they have to put it, piece it together in their minds. I remember when I the time I found my mom putting the presents under the tree. Like every kid has that specific trauma of Mm. like trying to catch Santa Claus and going down the steps and looking under the banister and you're like Santa Claus and your mom's just like in a fucking big shirt that's down there ankles and just putting (laughs) presents from out of a big trash bag under the tree and you're Uh like wait what it's all bullshit yeah so uh do you have any plans to one one do you even do any of those kind of things one and two like you know just lie to your kids those those innocent those innocent white lies all of tooth fairy bunnies Mm -hmm. do you have any graceful plans to break that news to them or are you just gonna one day just stop doing it or what's the plan there uh probably just 
wait till she just figures it out. <laughs> like I did. Just fi- you figure it out and you move the hell around. It's not. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, but you don't think that's. It's, you, some people might not. And then there's other people walking around all skeptical and jaded and mad at the world and don't believe in anything because all their innocence was stolen with all these lies from young. Yeah, and then you forget when you get president next year. So it does. You get past it. Yeah, but I just feel like you know we got to keep the innocence of children. We gotta we gotta protect that a little bit more, you know. Especially in today's time, the kids are seeing all kind of crazy images on TV. It's more readily available, and we gotta just we gotta protect their innocence for as long as we can, man. Because it's a special thing. If if you could bottle that innocence of a kid up, it's a special thing, man. And you don't want it to be I gone. Guess. You don't want some fucking like haggard ass eight year old that's like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, man, I used to believe in shit, and then you know I saw my dad fucking putting a dollar under my pillow and take my tooth away, and I was like, yeah. oh, the tooth fairy isn't real. So the world's fucking bullshit. So who gives a shit? And that's like early on in life. Come on, man. We can't have kids walking around like that. That's how I was. That's how you, that's how you were? I was ripping butts out of my grandmother's ashtrays. My believe, grandmother smoked. Did you believe in Tooth Fairy? Believed. Tooth Fairy was, didn't, didn't come to our house. <laughs> is, that what, yeah. is that what he said or you just picked up on it? It's like, just like, we no, don't get that. I, lost, I lose my teeth and it's like, okay. Throw and, it in the trash. Yes. <laughs> Do something with it. I don't know. Get it the fuck out of my face. What do you want me to do with it? Well, you know, the tooth fairy. Uh, yeah, okay. When you're tired of it and you stop doing it, then she'll she'll pick up on it. Yeah, but I, I just don't know how I don't know how I don't know how kids don't figure it out early. Because it's like they're kids, man. Yeah, but it's like but they're in but they're in the house. Kids are you, dumb as fuck. But it's know? like they see, okay, Santa Claus brings them presents, right? Yes. But it's like we buy presents and wrap them and then we go, Oh yeah, this is for so and so. Oh, like they see you wrapping gifts yeah. that you're gonna give to other people? Yeah. Well, I think I feel like a kid a kid wants to believe so they can rationalize because they're kids, man. They they can rationalize like, sure. oh yeah, yeah, we all give presents to everybody, but Santa Claus brings me my presents. Yeah, it, 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 it takes a while. It takes a while for you to go. Yeah, they kids. It takes. It's still I've <laughs> Sophie six, and I still got. I still got to think that way. Like, Why would you put that there? It's like because she's dumb, yeah, man. man. She's it's a kid. Just, <laughs> it's just they're kids. Like what? I Does would it, never do that. It's yeah. like yeah, you're thirty. It's it's it's, it's still um it's still a process. You still have to. It's yeah. Going, I still it's still it may take a while because that may go through. When they turn to teenagers, you still go like, what? Why would you even? Yeah. Why would you? Because you do the same shit when you were young. Absolutely. But then now you're like, that was so, why did you do that, dummy? Yeah. And, I, and also, I know you, and I knew you when you were that age, yeah. and your kids are just clones of you. They have all the same brain you have, yeah. and you did some dumb shit, man. Yeah. And your lies weren't good, and got me mixed up in them, yeah. and you know, bringing me along for plans that I didn't think made sense, but I went along with them just because I also was dumb. <laughs> You know, yeah. so no, man, we'll go. I know the bus lines close at eight o'clock, but you know, the movie is over at 10. Yeah. We'll just figure it out. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, I guess we will just figure it out. And then you're stranded somewhere. You have yeah. to, and I have to call my mom and get cussed out. And then, yeah. Hey, man, Cub is young because my dad's not coming out. <laughs> I'm not even going to waste putting quarters into a payphone because we don't have cell phones or because the batteries died from the cell phone because yeah. we're out beyond when we should be out. And so I'm not even going to waste 50 cents on a phone call. Call your mom. Yeah, man. And I did, and it was not fun. And you're just gonna leave the house and not knowing how you're gonna get back home. You can leave your phone on on the on my bed when we get back. It's like something, you know, something just like take the whole TV out yeah. of your room and just put it in Give the hallway. Give me the power cord today. Yeah. It's, like, it's, just, it's like damn, no, no, it wasn't even. Don't don't do this to me. How can you do this to me? It was the end of the world, man. Just ask for something. Ask for something oh, crucial. Man. That's why I always tried to not let my mom know what I liked. You know, I, I used to just be in the yeah. living room reading books. Like, man, I love books. Well, just pretending to read a book. I wasn't actually yeah. reading a book. But I was like, Did she take your books? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no, 
no, not the 48 laws of power. You know, just like <laughs> just reading books or like, yeah. you know, I'd be pretending like I love to cook, you know, like, oh, I'm just a chef. And then my, my punishment would be like, you're not allowed to cook for a week. And I'd be like, no, it never worked, though. I was trying all these dumb things. That's crazy. She knew what I like to do. And the little things I was doing were just a waste of time. Yeah, man. <laughs> She's your mother, man. <laughs> Fair point. I'm gonna fucking trick this dummy. This dummy, <laughs> I'm gonna trick this dummy so hard she won't even know what hit her. And yeah. then he's like, no, you're give me the power cord to the Xbox. Take your TV out of the wall. Give me the DVDs. All the stuff that I like. <laughs> you're just like DVD. You know what's weird is like go, go that little it. stuff for you, it wouldn't be the same for me. Like my dad was like, give me those DVDs. Like, we only had three. <laughs> you only had three DVDs that you watched. Take them. I don't give a shit. I can't watch Martin. I've watched Martin a thousand times. I know it. I can recite it in my head. I had a I had a decent DVD collection. If some, if my yeah, but for you, you that 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 would make you upset. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, your thing was like you can't go outside. You can't get on yeah. the phone. Yeah, man. Take if my I phone was, away. Yeah, you take the phone. It was hell. Is- the only time I was on the phone as young was I was on the phone with you. <laughs> You would call the girls. I was just on the phone. <laughs> like, wacky schmacky. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm friends. Chubby friend. Uh, you know, uh, y'all like eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Like, it was good times. <laughs> good times. You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, friend, you want to go make up behind the bleachers after school? I'm like, yeah, you know I do. And I'm just in the background like, hey, you know, tap dance. You got my tapping dance shoes on. They're like, he's funny. <laughs> Anyway, friend, you want to have a three-way makeout session with me and my friend Brooke? You're like, uh, you know I do. Oh. <laughs> Let's get into these shout-outs. Am I right? Okay. All right, it's time for some shout-outs. Uh, folks, we don't have the full details on that next hangout uh, virtually, the next house party, but the details will be coming to social media soon. I know we probably last week of February is what we're looking for, but we haven't picked a date yet. Some people were like, I wish you guys would do it on a Friday, but for me, I feel like, I, 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 you know the world's kind of opening back up. People do stuff on Fridays, right? I don't know. Maybe let maybe let let people let us know. Try it out. Try it out. I mean, but yeah, we'll figure it out. I don't know. I want to do what's best. I want everybody to hang out and have fun. So yeah. it's a Thursday. It work night, so. Is it though? Yeah, but like every day is kind of a, a work day these days, right? People working from home. Well, yeah. So, but, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. But if people have kids, they like they gotta. Like yeah, gotta get them ready and stuff. Fair. Okay. Hey, listen, people, let us know on on the socials. Hit us up. Let us know. If maybe Friday's better. We'll shoot for Friday. Um, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into these shout outs. Up first, we got shout out to Caitlin M. Shout out to Caitlin M. Much appreciated. Thanks for joining the Patreon. I hope that you are enjoying the content over there. Up next, we got Christina R. Shout out to you, Christina R. Much love and appreciation. Thank you for everything that you have done to support the podcast. And now you've taken it to a step further by joining the Patreon. Kudos to you. As a matter of fact, round of applause. Now set the bar kind of high. Everybody's not going to get a round of applause. Sorry, you're not Christina. Up next, we got Caitlin A. Shout out to Caitlin A. You're also incredible. We love that you love us and you want to support us. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the content over there. And lastly, we got Amanda, please. That's Amanda M. <laughs> Shout out to Amanda. Thank you. Uh, friends, just, let's just talk like briefly about the lineage of Amandas. How many good Amandas have you met in your life? Good? Good, like some nice Amandas, man. I've met some nice Amandas in my life. Like two. Two? Yeah. It feels low, man. I've met yeah. a, like a lot of cool Amandas in my life. One Amanda that I met in my life that wasn't cool was a girl named Amanda whose brother was a menace. And I once saw him knee a kid into the, uh, the bumper of a car. Man, he was a terror. I guess that not, that's not really on her, but it is kind of though, because she would sick him on people too. So, you know, that's not cool, but I'm sure this Amanda's not like that. And well, we, we love and appreciate you for doing that. And if you do have a brother that's tough, let him know that we're cool. Don't try to sick him on us, because I do know Krav Maga. 
Uh, anyway, folks, let's go ahead. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's one of our turns to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. All right, and we are back. Fran, uh, I decided to pick a story in the same realm as the Lawrence Smith Fields case because of you know everything that's going on surrounding that case. It's, it's starting to develop and open up. Um, there's been new revelations. Uh, True Crime Garage did a great uh, dive into the story shout out to the captain and nick over there um but i wanted to just dive into the world of social media dating and uh, online dating and these apps and everything like that so i picked the case that involved that and then i have some like information regarding the rules around these dating apps and stuff that, that are pretty nuts so i just wanted to touch on all those things uh within my story so uh my affirmative murder this week is the story of shakira graham so on December 15, 2018, Ohio resident Shakira Graham had plans to go on a date with a match she had made on the dating site Plenty of Fish. Not familiar with that one, but it's a popular one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27-year-old Meshach Cornwall. The pair ended up at Cornwall's home where she spent the night. Two days later... Wait, who was Meshach? Her date. The, 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 the man that she matched with. That's home. his name? That's his name. Two days later... Meshach Cornwall was found dead inside his home that he shared with his mother. Uh, he was robbed and shot dead. Damn. Stolen from the home were guns, cell phones, a gold 2009 Honda Accord, and a television. His mother, unfortunately, was the person who found him unconscious in the home. Just rob somebody, kill somebody, rob somebody, kill him, and then just take this. Ransack shit. everything. Take everything out of the house. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, police located Cornwall's stolen 2009 Honda Accord the following day. Cornwall's family apparently knew that he was dating Graham and were able to help identify her as a suspect. After nearly two months on the run, U.S. Marshals arrested Graham at an address in the 19,600 block of Fairmont Boulevard in Shaker Heights. On February 28, 2020, a jury found her guilty of aggravated murder, aggravated robbery, 
aggravated burglary, Damn. and several other felony charges in the death of Meshach Cornwall. Shakir Graham was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. Now, there was a man that was arrested that they believe was, was, was aiding her, that aided her in the robbery, but he was eventually released and he wasn't charged. So whether or not there was a person involved, I believe that she took the full rap for the murder and the robbery. Okay. So the popularity of dating apps has only grown over the years, especially during the, uh, throughout the pandemic and coming out of the other end of it. Uh, and it continues to trend toward being an even bigger option for singles in the future. While men being lined up for robberies is a very real fear to be taken seriously, overwhelmingly it is women who experience a disproportionate amount of harassment and abuse on the platforms, most often from straight men. Uh, I just watched an A&E story. Uh, it was called um, like dating apps gone bad, gone wrong or something like mm-hmm. that about like sexual assaults that happen and no. uh, catfish, catfish stories that you know go really bad. Just a lot of stuff like that. Just harassment in general. It's, it's a lot to deal with. Because it's like you get these people in your life. You give them your phone number very quickly or something because you guys match on an app. And then the things people can do with your phone number before you can, you know, I mean, I guess it's probably easier to block people now. But like the, the amount of stuff they could do before you think to even block somebody. Yeah. Like they could send you explicit pictures, blow your phone up, send you threatening messages, call your phone at crazy times. Like there's so much stuff that they can do before you even get to the step of like, let me block this phone number. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's interesting. The online dating scene is very Man, interesting. Boy, it's so easy to get people's information now. Oh, yeah. Addresses and all kinds of shit. It's well, these dating apps, great. I mean, you like have you like, I mean, your general location is on there. Like yeah, the vicinity, like the area that you live in. Like it's not just Maryland. It'll be like yeah. Annapolis. Yeah. So, you know, if I wanted to be a creep, if I was a creepy guy, I go, okay, met this girl. She was, you know, she's being a little um, elusive. I'll go out in Annapolis and go to the places where people party and maybe I'll find yeah. her on a Saturday but night. But a service is where you can just type the number in it. And oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and then that's, that's creepy as fuck. And also that's going beyond like just scammers. Yeah. Like they could just yeah. not want to like attack you or something like that. They might just want to steal your information or steal your identity yeah. or something. We talked about this a lot and there's a documentary on Netflix that's escaping me right now. It was very popular a couple years ago, but just about like how much, how much we willingly give away to these uh, platforms and these billion dollar conglomerates that sell your information and stuff. Mm. And they've used, they've used some really good techniques to do so. But a lot of the times it's also just us being like, yes, I accept. I wanted, I wanted to play this app or whatever. Yeah, I accept yeah. the charges or whatever. And you know, they did some slick stuff about like, well, you know, what would you look like if you had duck lips? Yeah. Now they have your face. You just willingly scan your face. That's why I just think it's hilarious when people start talking that shit about them putting, microchips in the vaccine and all that shit because it's like do you know how much information you've given to the government (laughs) willingly like they don't need to do any of that you're just going to give it to them and you probably already have whatever they need from you they've given it to you and what you know like now this whole metaverse thing is happening people are happily putting on these fucking we're in the we're in the prequel to the matrix bro yeah shit is crazy you got fucking everything has mics and shit alexa and all kinds of shit that shit just not just it just cuts off when you when you don't when you don't not saying alexa constantly being heard you say you you say you're hungry you wish you had some top ramen then you go on facebook it's top ramen ads on your fucking page the things that we've willingly relegated ourselves to is the government doesn't need to like trick you or put the put the medicine in the oatmeal or whatever like you've already willingly accepted whatever it is that they want and now i'm hearing i read a story about they're trying to have slaves in the metaverse and i don't even know what that means people are paying for digital real estate friend yeah no people are paying 
for digital real estate. Wait, so is it up? Is it up and running? Yes. There are metaverses that are up and running, and you can buy a plot of land in Snoop Dogg's neighborhood. You can, like, work and shit. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, oh, I'm a farmer. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, Would you gotta get the Oculus shit for, to play it? Or how does that? Uh, yeah, I, be, I, mean, I believe that's the optimal experience. And there's probably other ones other than the Oculus, but Oculus is, is going to become like Kleenex. Like all of them are going to be called Oculus, but there are going to be other ones that aren't Oculus. But I think Oculus kind of I didn't know. I didn't know one. it was like it's like a like thing. Metaverse. Metaverse is not all of them. Metaverse is Facebook's one. There's other ones. Oh shit! It's like, but Metaverse was the first one, so we all call it Meta uh, the Metaverse. Yeah. But Metaverse is just Facebook's one. There's thousands of Metaverses. I didn't know. I didn't know the Facebook one was up. I didn't know that was. Yeah, man. Damn. Oh shit, is running. You can you know you can go to concerts and everything. No. People are like I'm going to I'm going to this concert Friday. Like it, like, but you aren't leaving the house. Shit, no, man. No, we're we're this headed down it. a we're headed down a dark war, a dark <laughs> road, and I don't know where the Metaverse and dating collide. I'm sure they are. It already has, but I'm not in that world. But I'm very interested in like sexual harassment, all that stuff. Virtually is gonna happen and is happening and has been happening before there was a metaverse. Like people get harassed online with yeah. words every day, but like now you have an avatar and how does that work? That's gonna that's gonna be an issue that women or you know men anybody that wants to just exist and be a guitar player or whatever they want to do in this digital space have to worry about perverts and people coming up to them and grabbing on their avatar and stuff. So, so is it just like? Is it like Facebook, but you can, the people that's on there, you can just meet them in the metaverse? Well, it's like a whole world. It's yeah, a world. It's, like, it's a whole world. You know, McDonald's is talking about opening some McDonald's in the metaverse. When I saw that, I was like, I don't even know where we're going to that now. I, mean, I don't, I really don't want to Like, imagine you're, you're in, the met, in the metaverse, me and you are hanging out, I'm like, man, I'm hungry. You want to go to McDonald's? And then you, my avatar and your avatar sit in a McDonald's and eat a digital burger that we paid money for. Yeah, he's real money? Probably. The way people buy skins on fucking these video games and stuff. Sure. Yo, you want to you eat a Whopper right now? Yeah. You got to pay a dollar nice for it. nice car and shit. You got fucking... All money. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, you want your character to have be ha wearing a cool beanie? You yeah. know they could get me with that. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the beanies. Like, I got, got, got another sale. beanie on? Oh, yeah, yeah I got a, then I got a sale over uh, okay. uh, Beanie Babies. And I'm going to go over there. And I bought like a beanie in every color. And then yeah. you see me and I'm like, oh, you got the yellow one yeah. on today? Like, you know I had to change it up. That's a you move, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, I have all the beanies. <laughs> and that's how they would get me. My, my credit card just going crazy. <laughs> With nothing, buying nothing, nothing. You can't touch this. It's not a real thing or anything. A beanie that, collection is crazy. Though. A beanie collection is wild to have digitally. <laughs> <laughs> to do, so or like a sneaker house, collection. Look at my apartment and look at my closet. <laughs> In the metaverse. Wow, man. You know, uh, sounds fun though, but it's just crazy. Doesn't sound fun. It sounds horrible to me. I'd rather fun. go do all that stuff in real life. Like, you know, Twenty One like, Savage lives down the street from me. Yeah, you know, Sims used to be the shit. Sims did used to be the shit, <laughs> but like I couldn't. I don't want to be the Sim. Amen. I want to be God. And that's the thing is like there's in that world, Mark Zuckerberg is God. Mm. And he's watching all of us And it's like you are you're all real people. Mark Zuckerberg is playing real Sims with real with real people. It sounds kind of fun, man. It sounds it fun to be the guy watching. It don't sound fun at all. I don't know. I'll tell you like I'm this. See you I saw it, somebody. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. I mean, listen, if yes, it, if it's if it turns into like the Matrix. Where it feels real. Because right now it looks like Wii Sports. Yeah. Like every, people don't have fingers on their little avatars. It's all, it's fake. It's like cartoon. If it gets to the point where it looks real, I don't know. You might catch me in there. <laughs> I catch you. 
Might where you can walk past you, like, hey, yeah, man, what the fuck is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, it's, you know, it's 2 chains concert down the street. I'm going to catch that tonight. Me and my, me and my lady. <laughs> That's I got crazy. A, I got a lady. She lives, in, is... she lives in Arkansas. Fucking, we, but, you know, we, every night, you know, we, go, we go out on dates. Wow. Yeah, we go on uh, P.F. Chang's. People just don't leave the house anymore? That's where we're headed, bro. <laughs> that is why, and I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent, but most of my information has to do with, like, just the internet space and house, the Wild yeah. Wild West. But that movie, Wally, got it right, bro. The world went to shit. Pollution. Global warming, whatever. All the, the people that were left as human beings, we went up on a spaceship. Everybody was morbidly obese, couldn't walk. Screens in front of our face all day were floating around on floating chairs. And robots do everything for us. That's where we're headed, bro. Yeah. We don't, like, our bones got smaller because we don't use our legs and our hands. Shit. You know, like, it was, yeah. it was real because that's where we're headed. People are in front of televisions all day long. And especially during the pandemic when kids had virtual school and some places are still doing virtual learning. It's like you do virtual learning and these kids already weren't going outside before the pandemic. So as soon as they're done virtual learning, they're getting on and playing Fortnite. Yeah. So they're playing, they're in front of a screen 16 hours a day now with when school was the only place they would go walk around, you know, throw a basketball around even reluctantly. And then they go home and get on the Xbox for the rest of the day. Yeah. So we're headed in a direction where you're talking about people being in front of screens for 16 to 18 hours a day and maybe even being on screens while they sleep. Yeah, man. It's we're heading to a really weird space, man. And the, the the rules for these companies and online, the online world are wide open. They are non-existent for the most part. There's nobody. Nobody's responsible for you falling prey to advertisers or people stealing your identity. There's nobody responsible. Like the rules are very open in this space. So let me get back to specifically dating. Uh, let's move away from the metaverse, even though it's a, I'm fascinated by it. And me too. I, and I and I could talk about it for hours. The McDonald's thing threw me th- for a loop. The job shit threw me full loop. Yeah, you have I, a job. <laughs> but there's wow. people on there that work for the metaverse that are like, I'm in here. I, I get paid to be here. I get paid to talk to people and ask them how they're enjoying their I experience. Like a but like I mean, a like quality you just control a game and then like I gotta go to work. What? <laughs> Crazy man. No. So yeah, no. uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, I I'm a dog groomer. I groom oh, people's man. digital dogs that they buy. People in there buying schnauzers and you know uh, French bulldogs in the game, and then taking care of them in the game. And spending money to keep their dogs groomed in the game. It's crazy. It's, it's, and it's all microtransactions. Yeah. Everything is a microtransaction. You want to make your character look cool. You want them to have this. You want them to drive a car. It's so much money being generated. You know who started that, though? Who? Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto. All of those games. Well, no, I mean, really, like World of Warcraft did that, too. A lot of these games did those micro. Those I didn't play. Grand Theft Auto. I was busy trying to get girls to talk to me, like <laughs> a, like a like a like a person. I wasn't. I didn't get caught in that world that early. Yeah, I'm yeah. still not in it, thankfully. But like, there were kids when we were young that were like, "I don't go outside. The sun never." And they were on there doing micro transactions yeah. and shit, you know. So, um, yeah, man, it's just a, it's just a crazy world, bro. I don't think now we're speaking as two adults who we both play NBA 2K, yeah. and I've definitely spent some money on some Absolutely. shit that does that does not exist, but. I leave the house. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, right, I don't know. Different, I, leave, it's different. I leave the house. I don't know. I don't, I'm not shitting on anybody, but you know, I, I do play some video games from time to time, but I also not leave the house. in front of the game all day like we're teenagers. No, no man. No. Some, most, I'm also sitting in front of a microphone <laughs> in my house doing nothing. Uh, there's so many other things I sit in front of and do nothing in front of other yeah. than the television and video games. Anyway, uh, uh, women daters 18 to 35 in a 2020 Pew study reported High occurrences of threats of physical harm, 19% as compared to 9% of men. And generally, one study showed heterosexual and bisexual men seldom express concerns about their personal safety while using dating apps. 
when you think about what a, these apps are, but you don't need a test to figure that one out. No, it's just known. Yeah, it's yeah. just known. I mean, you, you're going to meet a person that you've never met before, and we talk about this all the time because you, young you, you were a guy who was goaded with the online sauce. Yeah, but you also know how to talk to people in real life as well. Yeah. Today, you don't need to know how to do that to get in the front door. Absolutely. And yeah. the thing about it with when you're in like it's everybody's goaded with the sauce now because everything is everything is talking with words everywhere so everybody knows the right thing to say or look at your profile and know that you like uh zodiac signs and then you know how to you know formulate the perfect thing yeah but people don't know how to talk in person these days yeah you agree to go to some like swanky bar and meet somebody that has said all the right things to you but you don't know who the fuck is walking through that door so really you need to be able to discern that in like the first five minutes of an interaction to go they're socially awkward they are not anything like I thought they'd be. Yeah. What are their, do they have ulterior motives? Do they look like the picture that I've been looking at? Like you have to fi- try to figure all that out. And really uh, the most dangerous person today is a person who's goaded with the sauce on the typing, which most people are because mm-hmm. it's just become second nature for people to know how to just say the right thing through text. And you have any modicum of being able to have a social conversation in person because then you could put on a front. Now you got them through the texting, and now you meet them in person. You know how to, ah, zippity-zoo. Am I right? Oh, can I get you a drink? Oh, your dress looks nice. It yeah. looked better on my floor. Ha, ha, ha. We're all laughing. Yeah. And now they can't, they're not doing their computing. Oh, he's funny. I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick. Yeah. That person could slip something in your drink. That's, that's yep. what I watched on the story. That's the story I watched earlier. It was it's on Hulu. I can't remember the name right now, but like. The girl went on a date, met the guy. He looked like his pictures. He was 6'4", all the stuff. He was funny. Da, 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 da. She dropped her guard. As you should Trust. be able to. Yeah. As you should be able to. But you yeah, you talk on you know social media for for you know for a couple weeks, and days, whatever, and then you build trust. That's currency. Like you you built that, that trust yeah, yeah, you built that currency. I was like, yeah. you just met this person for the first time, but you guys been talking for two weeks. Yeah. So it That's feels totally like you different. met two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. And so that built that counts now. But yeah. for me, it's like it shouldn't. No, absolutely not. It should. It's like this is now I we still met. don't know you. Now we met. And right. so I'm not gonna go leave an empty drink on the table. And I'm just, this is, a, as a guy, like this, like the statistics I read said, as a guy, if I'm going on any kind of online date or anything like that, I'll go to the bathroom. What? I'll go to the bathroom. I'm not thinking about any of this shit. Yeah. I'm not thinking about like, well, let me make sure my phone is charged. I have mace. I'm not thinking of any of these things. Right. But what I am thinking of is, I'm cognizant of making sure that a woman does not feel uncomfortable around me. And that's in any right. situation, yeah. friends, whatever. I make sure that I, I'm, I want to make, if I'm walking down the street, I, we've had these discussions. Yeah. If, if I'm walking down the street, I make sure I'm not walking too close to a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't want a woman to think because they're already, you know, they have to live their life in the, you know, the, the, with the lived experiences they've had, the things that have happened to them. So they're already going to be women in the world that are nervous that I'm behind them anyway. Yeah. But I'm going to try to alleviate some of that. Because I'm I'm aware that 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 fear might be there, yeah. And that's just how I go through life. But there are other people who are like trying to find a way to drop your guard because they're wolf in sheep's clothing. That's a that's a portion of what's happening on these social media dating apps. You know, like their their whole intention is to do X, Y, and Z with you, and so they're going to say whatever they need to to get in the same room with you and 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 try to ad, you know get their agenda taken care of. Yeah, it really is like a really transactional situation with these dating apps. Like it's very like women can say, Oh, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that or whatever. And a dude is like, I'm not paying attention to any of that shit. I'm trying to hook up with this girl. Yeah. I know she said she's not here for hookups. I know she said this, that, and the third, but I can work around that. And just in that instinct, the entire interaction is disingenuous. If this girl's like, you know, I might want kids in a couple of years. I'm looking for a guy that 
wants to, you know, dance in the kitchen with me. And it's like, yeah, no, for sure. I love dancing in the kitchen for sure. Totally. It's like, I'm not doing any of this shit. I'm just yeah. trying. I have my mission and I'll say whatever I need to say. It really is like, it's the scariest version of like, like a trust exercise. Like we're both showing up to this Applebee's. I'm trusting that you won't hurt me. I'm trusting that you are the person that you say you are. I'm, it's a lot of trust being put on people. Yeah. And I'm not a guy that's like, can you send me a picture of you holding today's newspaper with the fucking holding a candle and sticking your tongue out? Yeah, I was just like. You should. You should, huh? I'm just going to become a shut-in, bro. I'm just going to fucking live in the house. I'm over it. (laughs) Especially after doing this story, I'm like. People just fake. Everybody's a fraud, bro. (laughs) I was using pictures from 10 years ago. Yeah. It's it's a fucking sick world out there, man. Now, when this I, reminds me, have you ever seen a show? Oh, I can't even think of the damn name of the show. It's, not, it's on Netflix. Sure. It's a show where it's like you have to, it's a social, it's based around social media. So yes. you have to, these people, it's like, I think it's like maybe like 10 people, they mm-hmm. all in this room, this in this hotel, and then you have to just. I think you're talking about The Circle. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I've never watched it. You never watched it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. No, my, was, my, my, my sister watches it and she was telling me like. And you can just be whoever. Yeah. You could be lying in whoever the other room. You just make up a whole person and everything. Wow. I was like, that sounds sick. And it just, and it, but, but your point, like my, the, the point I'm bringing it up because like you was like, people just don't leave the house. Like they just in the room and just on social media all day. You just be whoever you want. Them, just be whoever the fuck you want. Yeah. So now when, when we talk about accountability, as far as these platforms are concerned, there are some mechanisms in place to cut down on some of these problems. Some problems they haven't figured out yet and they may never you figure out. You won't be out. Yeah, you won't be yeah, Some of them you might never, because it's like once you go into the real world, they're kind of out of it's out of of their hands but tender for instance has introduced a machine learning ability to detect abusive messages and language and then ask the writer to reconsider the message before sending it which i think everybody just needs in in their life in general like if you're this is for like you might be coming off scary do you want to maybe don't send this but sometimes you might be coming off thirsty sometimes you might be texting somebody you shouldn't be texting and i feel like there should always be somebody there over your shoulder they, they should make an app that you have to put your text message app into mm. to be like you said you didn't want to text her or like are you sure you want to text her again because she didn't answer the uh, other message that you sent that should be a thing yeah like because uh, dudes do dumb goofy shit man like uh you sure you want to fire like, off this dick it pic be, it should be like grammarly so what's that grammarly if you if grammarly is like a it's like a grammar and spelling oh it catches thing. your messes up so your mess like, ups? so like um, if you have the keyboard on your phone, like if you have an iPhone, it'll it'll like highlight it or whatever. If you like, it should Mess be a up. comma there, or something mm. like that. So it should be that what you explain it, and it yeah. pop up like you know, do you want to send this instead of you? Because you won't remember to go through go to another app and put yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's got to be tied into your. It's got to be tied into the text yeah. messages, especially if you under the influence. You know, yeah, just no, send no, all no. kinds of crazy shit. No, yeah. So that would be that would be delayed. Do you are you sure you want to send this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like even just just being questioned, even if you can say yes. Just being questioned will make you go, yeah, this is kind of crazy, I guess. I, yeah. I'll, I'll reconsider. And I guess that's their hope. But, I mean, if you're a creep, you know, you're like, fuck yeah, I want to send you creepy this. creepy shit, yeah. yeah like, I absolutely want to <laughs> send this. So, But it's something, right? It's, it's something. So they introduced that. Um, uh, in 2020, Bumble introduced an AI blurring thing that, that it blurs specific images and require the users to view and requires user consent to view the item. So if a girl or a guy was to receive, receive a dick pic that was unsolicited, it would be blurred because the AI knows it's a dick or boobs or whatever. Yeah. And then they go, do you want to see this? And then that's up to okay. you. Maybe because it, it might've been unsolicited, but maybe you're like, yeah, sure. It's a nice yeah, little yeah. surprise, but probably most people go, if it was unsolicited, I don't want it. Yeah. So, well, uh, probably not men. 
Yeah, no, unsolicited boobs, unsolicited whatever. That's, you know, I don't know a dude that's like, no, I did not give you consent for this. (laughs) But nobody wants a dick pic, man. I don't know. I got to tell you, man, like we've had these discussions before, but I'm kind of I'm kind of skeptical of a girl that's like fire off that dick. (laughs) You want to see it like a picture of it? I feel like that's black. They vetting you out. What to see if 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 you're a freaky boy? Yeah. Oh, just if you if you worth going out on the date on. Um, well, I feel like you know you should judge people off the content of the character, not the not their meat size. If you were tendered, I don't think so. It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That was a great judo flip, man. I <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't we all just be trying to like get to know each other? If do you like funny j- jokes, have you seen School of Rock? Like, nah, man. Listen, you know why I'm here, <laughs> right? Send it. Or, uh, this conversation is over. <laughs> Man, send it or or get off my phone. <laughs> Fuck, what are you talking oh, about? Man. Have I seen Juno, man? Get off, my, get out of my face, man. Do you like burger cookies? Get off my phone. <laughs> Either fire the meat or get off my phone. Like, right. I just don't like being talked to this Next. way. That's why I'm gonna lock myself in the house. I'm like, I don't like being talked to this way. Oh man, <laughs> those that was, apps are crazy. Shit. No, the apps are, bro. The apps are nuts. <laughs> Anyway, um, some platforms have also introduced user verification in which the platform matches the photos uploaded to a profile with a user provided selfie, wherein the user is photographed doing a highly specific action. So they've taken some of the stuff that we used to do back in the MySpace days and an app might go, you need to do this to get a verification check on this app. Like I think Raya might do it where they're like, you need to upload a picture of you That's holding smart. a lamp and That's then smart. and then we'll verify you. Yeah. Oh, but smart. other than that, you can't be on that. You can't app. be on that. I like that. Yeah, because it helps prevent like catfish. That. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I got that. I got that technique from you. It's a couple of girls I'd ask. That's why I, st- I was like, but I was like sixteen, being yeah. like, you got a picture of you with today's date on it. Yeah, I got that from you. I got that from somebody else. <laughs> That's what you had to do, bro. It was <laughs> yeah. A lot of fakes. He's like, hey, take send me a picture with you holding a spoon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, they got a confused look on their face in the picture, yeah. but you're like, but you're real. You're real. I don't give a shit if you're like confused. You're real. The spoon that you got, <laughs> you can look as confused as you want. I got what I need. <laughs> Do you want to go see Alien versus Predator? Now I can ask you the question, my follow-up question. Because now I'm That's now crazy. I'm interested. You have to do all that though. You got to do it even more now. Now wow. people just catfishing for sports, trying to get twenty dollars out of you. Uh, unfortunately for Mister Cornwall, he met exactly who he thought he was going to meet. But she turned out to be a wolf in sheep's clothing. So that mm. goes on to say that's that's just I, I I I just wanted to say that just to say these apps can only do so much. Because sometimes you have a match and it's the person that is the pictures and you guys do all the talking back and forth and exchange numbers and you talk on the phone and you set it up to meet and then it's out of the app's hands. That's scary, man. But that person is not, you don't know them until you know them. And even then, as we've discussed before, you still don't know them. Probably, I mean, realistically, even if you like hook up with somebody on a first date, you don't really know them. At all. At all. Like, it could be, t- you might have to hang out with them 10, 15 At more all, times man. before you're like, I feel comfortable. I would leave my wallet on this table while I go to the, while I go to the bathroom. But, you know, that's the kind of social contracts that we're agreeing with these days by going out on these dates. And you're just, you're just like, un, it's, un, it's an unspoken agreement that hopefully, hey, like, you're not a weirdo, right? And I'm not a weirdo. But sometimes one of you is wrong. It's because it's so easy just to sleep with somebody and then just be like, well, you know, if it was, Worth it, you meet again or something like that or whatever. But then you try to like, like it, you see a lot of time in movies when people just like 
hook up for the first time and then they like after they hook up it's like, like what are you uh exactly now you try to what you do you do now you now you try to get to know each other <laughs> like, what? so what do you do for a living <laughs> that's the most awkward <laughs> so so like do you like run or like what do you what do you like to do just fucking in the dark right like, do you uh <laughs> Half your favorite ice cream. <laughs> just trying to get to know somebody. Wow, I think man. we did this all wrong. It's right. all out of order. Right. So, do you like uh? What are the binoculars about? You bird watch? <laughs> do you have a uh, kids or? Yes. <laughs> Is that a picture of a Nazi on your? Yeah, that's my grandfather. He just um. Can't pick your family, right? You're like, yeah, but you have it framed and it's up on your wall. Like, is that and next to the bed? Yes. <laughs> little light, little light on it, like a spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's really uh really a lot of love and a care put in, put into this picture of right here are you uh, do you have nazi sympathies no nah, it's just family you know it's family love oh, family man. well i guess i'm gonna die it's like so <laughs> you end up and get out yeah like i was saying off once you meet people offline it's out of these dating apps hands but when it comes to accountability on the dating apps although there have been some changes made recently some of them ones i explained there's still a long way to go for example match group which is this big group it's big date Okay, there's a big everything in the world. Big date. So Match Group owns around 45 dating apps. Okay. They only screen for sex offenders on their paid apps, not on their free pl- uh, platforms like Tinder, OkCupid, and Hinge. So like extra service or something? Well, no, they have like dating apps that like... um. Uh, so they're charging people. That's like a, you're charging people. eHarmony is one you pay for. But I mean like they're charging for that that service. If that's, I think that's like a service though, right? What it should is? be. Like scanning for like uh, yeah that's what it's, but like if you have the if because you can just get Tinder or Hinge for free that's what I'm saying but you can pay They're for Tinder. charging though there's like I'm charging you for extra protection for these yeah apps. but the idea is that like because you can use another app that's free but if you go like if you get this one that you pay for yeah we got more services but I think the argument is like security of people not being attacked shouldn't be a char- uh, like a, a plus that shouldn't be tender that's plus. my point though oh yes that is what it is it's yes a, I didn't know that was your point yeah, I, thought yeah, you were saying, yeah. I thought you were saying like yeah but it's like an extra feature that you can pay for no like, I mean no, like that you shouldn't have to, be right you have to pay for that yeah you're paying like, for this you're, you're paying for the you're extra being, security exactly yeah yeah because you can download because you can still go on dates on tender on the free tender right so the idea that like well yeah but I have to it, pay in for free it. tender world yeah. there could be sex offenders and yeah. sexual assaulters and stuff in that pool of people that you're trying to date but if you pay for it we're screening for that. Yeah. And that's like, well, you should just be screening for that all across the board. Yes. <laughs> like you should not want sexual off- sex offenders on your platform. So there's a, an umbrella of a, yeah. Big I date. Know that. Yeah. It's I called match that. group. Hmm. They own about 45 dating apps. Wow. That's listen, these dating apps, billion dollar industry a year. Wow. They own 45 of them. Cause you know, that. it's like coffee meets bagel. Uh, I'm a farmer, black planet, redheads go crazy for redheads you know it's like it's all these like niche dating pools apps mm. you know are you a, a, te- a it person there's an app to meet other it people or whatever you know so and that's how, how it can be 45 dating apps because they just keep getting more specified and specified and specified you know mm. so there's also a loophole in, a, in american internet law which is still very vague in general and there's loopholes so it's called section 230 of the communications decency act which dictates that sites can't be held accountable for harm that comes to third parties through their platforms. It's that broad. We're, like we're not responsible if something happens to you on our platform. That goes for Facebook, Instagram, these, these dating apps I've named. If something happens to you on 
you know, because of something, a person you've met or whatever, that's not on us. We, you, you, we are not responsible for that. It's that broad. So that means that this multi-billion dollar industry mostly isn't held to task for abusive interactions and isn't, and it's incumbent on the platforms to introduce measures such as the ones I, I named earlier that Tinder and Bumble do um, that they've implemented. So you're, you're left completely to the discretion of the apps to come up with like blurring dick pic features or do you want to send this creepy text? Are you sure you want to send this message? You're hoping that all the other apps do that because they not they might not all do stuff like that. No. So you're left to hoping that they choose to do that kind of stuff. They don't, have, they don't have a lot of users on there. Yeah, it's like well, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah. that bridge is like a sexual assault or a murder or yeah. just somebody being, you know, made to feel uncomfortable verbally. Any none of these things are okay for like like we said about like Travis Scott concert or whatever. It's like now the change comes when something happens. Yeah. But really, not really, because this is happening every day. You know, people, women are experiencing all kinds of, you know, unfavorable interactions just verbally, but then they might go meet somebody and, and get assaulted or have a, just have a negative experience or get stalked or anything like that. These things are happening every day. So it's not like one incident is changing the landscape of online dating. It's still same. It's still pretty much staying the same. Yeah. So Section 230 is controversial and there are many current calls to update or get rid of it altogether. Many argue that the rule, which is which originated in the 1990s is outdated as platforms and how people have, how people use them have substantially evolved. And that's another thing. It's like these laws were written in the 1990s across the board, anything to do with online, how, how money's made online, all of this stuff. And the rules are still the same for the 1990s. And think about the internet in 1999 and the internet today. It's a completely different world. Yeah. I was just on there. I was on my lap. I was on my computer downloading songs and then watching them play in windows player with the little squigglies and stuff. <laughs> yeah playing minesweeper wrong which i, I just found out through tiktok bro we were it's, it's a math game is it i was really i thought i was just guessing i thought it was like battleship i thought it was just like you click here and maybe there's a bomb there or yeah. i don't know it's a math game Didn't know and that. i felt so stupid when i watched somebody on tiktok play it and i went that wasn't at all what i was doing no so yeah that that was the internet when i was young and now you can become a crypto millionaire at nine years old yeah. if you know what you're doing. So the rules should change a little bit. I agree. A lot of it, honestly. So these dating apps have been compared to the wild, wild west. Currently, users mostly aren't protected beyond the screening measures each platform chooses to implement. Many, of course, are finding positive connections and even lasting relationships. But overall, daters are still using the platforms at their own risk, especially in countries without the explicit protections that even we have, you know, so I might sit here and criticize whatever pr little protections or like what we could do better, but there are other countries that it's just wide open. Mm. You can do whatever you want. So that's just something to think about. And uh, that was my story about the murder of Meshach Cornwall by Shakira Graham. And then a broader conversation about these dating apps. Then we got into the metaverse. We got into a lot of stuff there, but what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's Fran's turn to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right, it's my turn to go. Uh, this is what we in this is February, right? Black History like, Month. Like, yeah, you're damn right. It's so February, I, you know, brother. I, ha I gotta, you know, I gotta, oh, what you I gotta got? do a lynching story, man. Come on, man. You you do don't say it like man. that. You don't have to. You don't have to bring us down like that. But I mean, I respect it. You gotta tell history, right? I'm telling history. I get it. I'm doing the lynching of George White. Okay. So the late 19th, the early earliest, the early 20th centuries were times of high racial tension. You know, we 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 know this, man. Mm -hmm. 
This also coincided with a national pattern of racial violence between the years of 1882 and 1921. Mm-hmm. The United States experienced more than 3,000 lynchings. Most of these victims were black men, but women and children were also targeted. While many people did not believe in lynching, others found them not only acceptable, but necessary. These events, these events were sometimes referred to as unofficial executions. In 1903, specifically, there were waves of lynchings across the Midwest, including uh, events in Evansville, Indiana, Springfield, Ohio, Belleville, and Danville, Illinois. These attitudes were especially complicated in Delaware. In his documentary, In Dead Fires Ashes, Stephen Lebowski described the town of Wilmington as north of the south, but south of the north. Mm. This is because of its position as a border state during the United States Civil War. Scholar Michael J. Feeler describes a contradiction saying it's the areas of commercial interest were more aligned with the industrial north. The state's social politics continue to reflect a Jim Crow orientation on matters of race and rights. Mm, interesting. So on June 15, 1903, 18-year-old Helen Bishop was assaulted on her way home from Wellington High School. Helen was the daughter of Reverend Bishop. She was found unconscious at around 5 p.m. near, Price, near Price's Corner, west of Wilmington, by a man and his daughter. Her appearance was described as soiled and, tor- and torn, mm. as she had wounds around her body, most significantly um, around her neck. Bishop was rushed, ho- rushed home immediately. It's weird to say. It was weird to hear that she was rushed home, not to a hospital. hospital yeah. uh, rushed home immediately, but died the following afternoon, never having wake- waken up. Oh, wow. So soon after the discovery of Helen Bishop, George White was arrested for the crimes committed against her. Though he did not fight the arrest, he did deny the claims. White, who had two previous arrests, was described as, was described as a 24-year-old laborer who was 5'9 and weighed 160 pounds. George Seeger reported a man of that description running after Helen who looked like she was rushing home. Two black women also mentioned seeing him walking behind Bishop that morning. That same afternoon, hundreds of people went to Helen Bishop's public funeral, which showcased the grief of the family and especially the mother. On June 24th, uh, 21st of 1903, a crowd of 3,000 ga- gathered at the Olivet Church near Reverend Robert Elwood speak on the topic that he had um, advertised in the newspaper as should the murder of Miss Bishop be lynched. The murderer, I'm sorry, the murderer of, of Miss Bishop be lynched. So that was, El- like, that was the headline of the newspaper? Yeah. And that was like his his speech that he was going to do at the at the at the public funeral. Got it. So Elwood spoke on the importance of quickly resolving the issue and encouraged officials to take care of it before the citizens were forced to do it. To further agitate the crowd, Elwood brought out a container full of leaves, supposedly stained in Hella Bishop's blood. Oh. So that was just to get everybody riled up. up. Yep. So the following evening of January 22nd, several hundred men, men and boys, gathered and marched to the town's workhouse where White was being held. The plan had been um, worked out over the past 24 hours. 
Outnumbering the guards, they stormed their way into the building and forced the guards to take White out of his cell. Many people were injured, and the mob caused $400 in damages. They then brought White to Price's Corner, the same place as Helen's bishop, um, bishop's attack, between 4,000 and 5,000 bystanders showed up to witness White being lynched. Mm. It's a lot of fucking people, man. Ballpark Franks and everything. <sighs> S'mores. Everything. It's a party. This is, this, is, this is a black party out here. You know, it's crazy, man, like the words you use, storm and, you know, all this stuff. The idea that I'm glad nobody was, like, in, poli- in the government <clears throat> was, was hurt on January 6th. But the idea that they could argue that if they would have got their hands on somebody, they just would have been like, ah, we got him. Give him a noogie. And like, let's move on with our lives. Those people would have murdered anybody that they came across in there. Because it was mob thing. It was, there was no uh, plan or anything. It was pure violence. Think so? The same, as, the same as this lynch mob. Yes, I think that was a lynch mob, man. I don't think they would just would have been like, look, it's Nancy Pelosi, bitch. And then just like kept going and just walk walk away from I don't her. Know, man. I think they would have beat the so? shit. I think they would have murdered that lady. I don't think man. they would have. I don't think they would have murdered her though. Okay, I guess we'll never know because they got everybody away. But I I yeah. find it hard to believe they like smeared shit on the walls, broke all these windows down, climbed in through all these things, and just would have been like, ha ha, uh, let's go, Brandon. Right, guys, run away. Like no, nah, <laughs> no. Nah, they if they would have seen something to point to point that anger towards, no, nah, they would. I think they would have hurt somebody that day. Yeah. And I think that that's like. I get it. Yeah, I don't think that's pretty plain, especially when you hear like this it's is this, this is human nature. People right. getting a big mob, thousands of people in a mob. All it, it takes is so one similar. little one little like somebody throw a rock. Now everybody's throwing rocks. Yeah, somebody punch somebody. Now everybody's jumping on that person, punching them. It's like you know, like it sounds it sounds very similar. So some of the men in the mob tied white to a pole and put straw at his feet, while tied up, while reportedly admitted to the crimes against Bishop. So he said, yeah, he, reported he, by the yeah, yeah. they say mm-hmm. he. He confessed before he confessed. we killed him. Uh, so when he when he said that, they they put extra straw near his feet mm. while he was still on the pole. Mm-hmm. So the pole was set on fire. Yeah. So white escaped the t- white escaped the ties multiple times, jumping out of the fire mm. only to be pushed back in. Mm. This part as well. The third time he ran out, a member of the mob cut his right foot off, mm. and another hit him in the head with a piece of a fence. When the fire died down, it was reported that many men shot their revolvers mm. and the ashes at the ground. At this time, many onlookers rushed to, the, rushed to the pole and picked through the ashes to find pieces of bone, cloth, and other items to bring home as a souvenir. That's some sick shit. His foot and skull were at one point displayed in the window of the store in town. The coroner who went to the site and found a legit, he found a legend note from White. Confessing to the crimes, it was covered in the same oil used to start the start the pole. Um, who was set the pole on fire, which is odd because he was set on fire. So how would they yeah. find a so best case best case scenario? He wrote the letter because they made him. Probably yeah, but oh, but more likely, just one of the guys who lit him on fire wrote a letter. And was like, yeah, look, I found, I look, I found said, his confession, his written confession. It didn't burn. It was just like they just buried under some ashes. It just is like, covered in it's, this, it's covered in kerosene. It's fine, but it didn't burn. It didn't burn. Yep. Uh, so the lynching of George White was covered extensively, not just in Delaware but around the country. This could partially influence the number of lynchings that took place 
in the Midwest around the time. So many papers wrote entire editorials on the subject, including the Chicago Tribune, the Washington Post, and the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Other pieces published pictures from the event, gruesome details, quotes by those who uh, had witnessed it, and the transcript of White's supposed confession. Some scholars are are wary of taking this as the whole truth based on the suspiciously clear and inflammatory language. So these people went out, that was covered in these newspapers, went out and interviewed these people, which is crazy, why they was at this event, I guess you want to oh, call like it. Oh, like as if it was uh, a and tailgate like, or something. Yeah, and just interviewing, just like, oh, so you what, know, brought you out? what brought you out today? Yeah. So how, you know, you how know, was it? Yeah. And they just like. Something to do. It's Friday. <laughs> yeah. So. Brought the kids out. And quotes and pictures and shit and putting them in the newspaper and wow. and having a transcript of his confession, supposedly, that right. probably didn't happen, but whatever. So uh, there was a quote in here that says, so I was sent by Mr. Woodward down to the cornfield um, to thin some corn, and I saw Mr. Woodward's daughter and intended to rape her. This is his confession. This is what he said. Oh, allegedly. Yep. But a couple of men came along in the wagon, and I didn't. Then I saw the bishop girl, and I followed her. I choked her. Uh, I choked her and accomplished my purpose. Then I asked her um, if she was going to tell on me, and she said that she was. Then I gave her a hack uh, in the th- in the throat with my knife. Then I went back to the house and put on a light a light hat instead of the cape I wore. And you would not do this to me if I was white if I was a white man and did this. That was his, that was his confession. That, that was worth. Listen, for listen. <laughs> I guess you can't um, guess what somebody's confession would sound like. But man, that sounds like bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, man, that sounds like bullshit. And the sickest part of it is they've heard, oh, race. And yeah. so they throw that in there. Like, so of course he'd say, if I was white, you wouldn't do this to me. Like, that wouldn't be what I was thinking as I was tied to a post or like surrounded by people being ready to be burned alive. I wouldn't be like, y'all wouldn't be doing this to me if I was white. That yeah. wouldn't come out of my mouth then. No. It just feels like something that a white person in that time heard black people saying because they're like, yeah. We just want rights. And they're like, oh, my God, they're rights. Oh, they, if, if I was this, you wouldn't do that. Oh, a race card. Put that in there, too, because that's what they'd say. It all feels like that's what they'd say. Yeah. I asked her if you were going to tell on me. She said yes. That doesn't even sound like, you know, like, <laughs> is that what would happen? And that's, I feel like anybody would say, no, no, I'm not going to do that. So it yeah, just, so I can survive. I can live. Exactly. Yeah, like, like the whole thing just sounds it just sounds like, yeah, he's more he's guilty. This is here's here's motive because she said she was going to tell on him. He wrote all that down in this letter. He wrote his motive down, how he did it. He even said he was going to plan it on killing somebody else's daughter. Cause so he's an he's an animal. So we did the right thing. Cause he would have he who would he would have gone and done it again to somebody else's daughter. Yep. This is the first time that I've heard this kind of situation though. All the other ones I did, that you know these, there was never been a, a like this made up confession from. Oh, you, you, they usually just do it. They usually just do it. You know? Yeah. He and was I, the one that did it, and that's it. And we's gonna yeah. gonna burn him alive, and we don't need any evidence to convince you yeah. otherwise. But I think that might speak to possibly it's it's what do they say? It's it's north of the south and south of the north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rules are a little different than you could get with get away with down in uh, Mississippi, yeah, or Florida or whatever. I mean, we, when you t- when you've told those stories, they would go. The whole town just said, "Oh, we weren't there." Yeah, <laughs> it's like what they said. There was a mob of thousands of yeah. people. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And everybody says that. Yep. So nobody was there. Or yeah. Mississippi, it was like, they did a trial, but like, 
Can't, the, can't the, judge, the judge is his brother, so nobody yeah. nobody oh, was found guilty. Yep. In Delaware, it might be like, yeah, but you know, we're kind of north, so yeah. we have to have cause. You yeah. got to have a confession, yeah, yeah, so that we can at least try to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, because this story was different because of that part of like them come trying to be like, oh, to show that he he really said this. Yeah. And also, the part I'm about to get into, how they were like, yeah, uh. We kind of didn't want that to happen. We 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 not we sympathizing about you know George White, but it's like we get why they did it, but because they do that in the South, but we didn't want it to play out that way. Yeah, sure. So it's kind of like they was mm-hmm. like again, they're trying to make it like that's it was bad. It was it was bad, and we didn't want it to like go that way. We we didn't want that to happen, mm-hmm. even though the reason that that pastor did that speech was to say, hey guys, do the right thing. Even though we came the next day, we didn't give you any time <laughs> to do him, anything, and we came the time. next day and took him. Authority, and anytime. he just showed the bloody leaves, just to you know, Talk just to me. remember, not to fight, not to be inflammatory or get anybody riled up. He just wanted to like, you know, just be symbolic. And I know we came the next day, like I said, but we we gave you twelve we hours. Him, twelve hours. <laughs> we didn't give him a day. We gave you the night you <laughs> to to give him a trial and fi- find him guilty and right. put him put him to death. Yep. So. uh so most papers reported from a position that either sympathized with white mm-hmm. or they sympathized with the lynch mob. So African-American pub, um, publications tended to land somewhere in the middle. Publications? Yeah. At this time? Yeah, man. That's weird. So That's, being... I didn't, I didn't think there'd be black publications. Right. So being careful to show their displeasure with the mob and its actions while still condemning the actions of George White. That's why I'm saying I didn't think there'd be black publications because you're like... Assuming he would, yeah. Burn your fucking yeah, yeah, newspaper yeah, down. Yeah. That wouldn't, wouldn't even last long. Yeah. But they was like, we can't yeah, go full trying on. to say like, yeah. hey, <laughs> he hey we're just saying <laughs> yeah. maybe he should have been, you know, had a trial. But yeah. they did what they did and we're not saying we 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 would, we'd hate them. Yeah. But maybe he should have had a trial and that's they're trying to toe the line yeah, so yeah. they don't get yep. their shit burned yep. down. Um. So the mob and still, and still its actions still while condemning the actions of George White, assuming that he was the guilty party. See, and that's the thing because I wanted to say that just to be clear. It's like it is it is possible in some of these stories that you've told where people have been lynched that they might have been the person that did it. Probably, but everybody's entitled to a fair trial in this country. But that's, burned alive. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that, like I know you know. Like I understand. Like it's possible that somebody could be guilty. Yeah. But lynching people is wrong. Absolutely. You know, so that's the whole point. It's like from the townspeople. Maybe George White, it's possible that he's guilty. He should have had a trial because this is the this is America. And everybody doesn't get lynched when they you do horrible things. You just can't have people just run around. My whole thing is like when you told these stories before, I go, listen, if you can find me, if you can find me five stories of a white dude who molested children or this or whatever, ate somebody and a gang of people got together and lynched him, then I would go, well, they were lynching everybody. But it doesn't seem like at this time, lynching was like, this is just something that we reserve for people that are just sick fucks yeah. across the board. It's yeah. like only people of color were being lynched. Yeah. And so that means that there is a double standard and there are two Americas and there have been two Americas for a long time where a white person is doing might be doing something sick, but they're still they still have the right to a fair trial yep. and be, to be judged by a jury of their peers. Yep. Where over here, it's like, well, no, this isn't a whole person. This is three-fifths of a person. So we're going to go kill him like a dog. Matter of fact, we wouldn't even kill a dog this bad. <laughs> That's the sickest part of the whole That's thing, right. bro. That's fucked up. Man, look, leave a dog in a hot car tomorrow. That's leave right. a dog in a car here in Maryland 
in February. It was 50 degrees a day. Leave a dog in the car. Watch what happens when you watch the white lady that sets your car waiting oh for you when goodness. you come back out of that Walmart. Oh, absolutely. They were fucking. Oh, news. Oh, is, shit. <laughs> is like, this your car? Is, is this your fucking yeah. car? You left this dog in here? <laughs> oh, man, you're done. Cancel. You cancel from what? You know, I'm not. You know, you famous. <laughs> Nobody know who I am. Cancel from your job, like life. Like, oh it's fucking God. dog killer. The idea of just people that live in this town are going to like Band get around up and then hopping on horses and shit. And I think that's what they. They might have had a, like a, a T bird or something. Might have been a car. Might have been a car? Uh, like a Ford. Oh, not man. a bunch of them. It was <laughs> reserved for the wealthy, of course. But yeah, there might have yeah, been yeah. some people in there with a car, a that's truck. Crazy. That's crazy, though. Then just go home. <laughs> what a day. Man. See, what was, what's, what's for supper? <laughs> going to eat dinner. Just. Murdered somebody? Wow. Horribly. Well, they ate there. Oh, yeah. Grilling <laughs> and everything. Yeah. That's like a 4th of July. That's the sickest part of these pictures. One of, my, one of my favorite takes, I don't mean to cut you off, but one of my favorite no, takes about critical race theory is like, um, somebody, I, I read a tweet that was like, uh, people's grandparents who uh, murdered and burned people alive don't want their grandkids to know that they uh, murdered and burned people alive. Like, that is like, these pictures and these photos exist where you can see people like with their arms around each other, Damn, bird, b- body hanging from a lamp pole and shit. It's like, those people went on to live and like procreate and have kids and those are your grandparents right. and your great grandparents and you might have met this person when they were 80 years old or whatever and they don't want you to know what they did. They don't want you to be oh, taught in pictures. school about stuff that happened in this country. And it's like, what? But you were there. You know? Like, my grandmother... I want to know what they think now, though. Like, I really want to be able to talk to those people and be like, what are you... So what are you... Just, they just have it. They got like They have it like in a box somewhere. Oh, you know the memorabilia, but yeah, you, you got to change it up. You got to be like, oh, that was a different time. Yeah, you know, it was a different time. It's still not, these people didn't like disappear. Like, no, you know, they 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 exist still, and they went on and p- passed their ideas down to their kids, yep. and those kids are now fifty. Like th- this this ideology and shit that you see in these pictures didn't go away. Everybody didn't just all of a sudden become enlightened. You know these these people these thoughts they exist still, and times have changed. But, you know, if they could tomorrow, they would do this. Some people, there are still plenty of people in the world that would go grab a person out of their house and put them up, hang them up, light them on fire tomorrow if they could. Yeah. If they knew they'd they'd get away with it. It's because you're black and I don't like you. Yeah. And you need need to know your place. Yeah. Get into uppity. Yep. All this shit. This this shit still exists, bro. Yeah, I know. This shit still exists, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy world out there. Uh, So... Uh, the town of Wilmington had two daily newspapers, the Morning News and the Evening Journal. Both of these were understanding of the town's um, frustration with officials for not acting quickly enough in the wake of Helen Bishop's murder. However, they did not agree with the violence of the mob. Nonetheless, neither paper mentioned the names of community members who were involved in the mob's action. You know, what a surprise. Shocking. So Helen Bishop's father himself was opposed to the mob's activity and the lynching of George of George White. So even her parents was like, "Y'all went too far. Y'all, y'all went too far. We get it, but y'all went too far." And he and had asked the town not to act illegally in the response to the crimes for the days before the lynching had actually happened. So imagine this so he, happened. So he, that means he was like, at that church, like, "Hey, yeah, guys, just relax." Yeah. Let the officials authority do what they had. Let them do their job. That means he was in the back of the church when they when they bought the leaves out and it was like, and these are the leaves that blood on. Somebody went, hang them. He's like, whoa, hey, uh, <laughs> hey guys, no, we, uh, me and my wife would like for him to have a trial and spend the, burn him alive. No, 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 no. And then everybody, yeah, kill, 
kill him. Like, and it's not even. They didn't the, ask for this, bro. The thing about it is like it's not even. It's not even about um, them trying to get justice for Helen Bishop. Yeah. Because the parents are, are like, we want we want like real we want it done legal the right justice, way, yeah. the legal justice. But it's like these people go, uh, what? Yeah, no. We, we have to, a we have a chance to do this. Yes. Oh no, and we gonna do this. And it's it's deeper than that. It's about sending a message to any of those other motherfuckers out there who think about even looking my daughter's way. We gotta we gotta put because that's what lynching is. It's a public murder, and they leave you on display as a message. Remember that episode of Martin? What did Martin say when he had he had a mouse he had a mouse in his uh apartment? He was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it and I'm gonna tie it up. I'm yeah, string so it so all the other mice things. can yeah. see and know not to come around here. Yep. That's what a lynching. That's the other purpose of a lynching. I know yeah. they do looking for fucking bones and all this shit to put on display. So when you go, what is that from? From somebody who didn't know their place. Yep. It's all. It's all to send a message to the next person. It's really. It's, it's about you and what you did or what they think you did or what they're lying about you doing. But it's also about so the next person doesn't do it. That's the purpose of a lynching. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, they they came and that's why they showed the blood. That's why they wanted to get everybody riled up so that they would go and do this and so that my daughter will be safe. Yep. That's the thought of every white man in that church. Like, I want to make sure this doesn't happen to my daughter. So kill this one and then have him out in the world so all the other ones see him and know, don't look at our kids. Yeah. Don't look at our women. Don't whatever. Don't this. Don't that. Stay yep. in your place. Yep. It's about staying in your place. So papers also received countless letters from the public explaining their opinions on the matter. Many people looked up to the mob Saying that, saying that they were local heroes and applauding their bravery. The Morning News reported that the participants in the lynching believed the job was done all right and that women will be safe now. So again, mm-hmm. speaks to the point of view. It's just showing like, hey, this is going to, don't, don't do it. It's a crime deterrent. So you're going to be hung, foot going to be chopped off, skull going to be in the window, so everybody can see. So others worried what, er, others worried what, would happen to the country if individuals were allowed to take justice into their own hands and at their own discretion. One example of this is Delaware resident Thomas F. Bayard, who, uh, who said, The action of the mob last night is a disgrace to the state. This is always and has, and has been a law-abiding community, and that, never been, and that never has been any question in the minds of those who call to stop and think, that exact justice will be made, will be minted out to all lawbreakers, no matter how heinous the crime. So the difference of these particip- these perspectives can be seen in comparing the beliefs of Robert E. Elwood and, and Montrose W. Thornton. So Elwood was a uh, Protestant reverend who argued that lynching was justified due to the inadequate uh, reactions of the town's court and police. I mean, what are you supposed to do if you give them, you know, five hours to yeah. try to solve a, a murder? Especially in, you know, whatever year this was in, back in that time. Yeah. He was also known around town to be to be avidly opposed to gambling, drinking, and political corruption. Oh, man. He's old school. This, <laughs> yeah. So you're meant to wake up in the morning, read the Bible. Yep. Tend to your lands. Mm-hmm. Then you go to bed at 8 o'clock at night. You have sex with your wife once a month. For procreation, when she's not on her menstrual cycle and she's ovulating so that you yep. can have children, nobody has sex for fun, and you're not allowed to eat anything that tastes good. And black people should be lynched. And black people aren't people. Yep. So Thornton was the son of a former slave and the first African-American to graduate from Drake University. 
he he spoke in the Bethel AME. So Thornton was against the mob as he believed it signaled an end to American ideals like democracy. Mm-hmm. He also spoke about the racial injustice, the racial injustices fighting against reconciliation and accommodation following the Civil War. So after the lynching, some people tried to determine who had been involved in the case. The town described the avenging cowboy, an unknown man on horseback, as the man as the main leader of the mob. I already know who that is. <laughs> what? That's 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 homie. That's for sure him. That was him speaking by the by the the fire of a thousand <laughs> angels. I'm speaking crazy shit, biblical uh, quotes and yeah. shit. I already can see. Round up horse, uh, jump on yeah. two feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he it was he was he was living for this moment. So you think it was him? Hell yeah, What's it was him. Uh, Vengeful Cowboy. Elwood. Robert E. Elwood. Elwood. Robert A. Elwood. Yeah. That, that was, was him, him for sure. Um, That's the guy that gave the speech, right? And pulled yeah. the leaves out? Yeah, it was him. That's for him. For, yeah. for sure he was on that horse. Yep. And he definitely did the thing where the, the horse comes yes. up. <laughs> Lightning struck. Yeah. Shit was crazy. Got the fire. Oh, that was a movie. In his hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, like the, the stick with the, yeah. with the shirt wrapped around it, dipped in some kerosene and lit on fire. It was his moment. No, man. he went off. No, moment. he went off for sure. No question. So the focus. Uh, Imagine that coming your way, bro. That's terrifying. That's why when people play that time machine game, I let them know immediately. Like, these are not games I play. No. What I don't want to be. I don't want to see that. What would you do if all of a sudden you woke up in 1875? I, I would cry. Absolutely. Sounds like it sounds horrible. I don't play. I don't only. I don't. I don't play uh, time machine games. No. Black people don't like time machines. No. So the focus on apprehending him was was quickly forgotten, and the efforts dropped off significantly. Arthur Cornell of Baltimore was at one point arrested as the avenging cowboy. At first, his plea for bail was denied. Crowds began to gather and quickly turned violent when the mayor didn't respond to their demands to let Cornell go. He was eventually let out on bail, but the crowd did not disappear, and a number of men began attacking black people around the town. Wait. Many of these, this is just a time. So many of these responsible for for going after members of lynch mobs, such as these, were uh, sympathetic to their actions or or participated or participated themselves. So this is just an, it was just another dude. It was like, no, he was the he was the avenging cowboy, and he was like, nah, that it wasn't it wasn't him. him. And we're not going to tell you who and it we're was, not gonna, but let him out. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, it was like, <laughs> well, it wasn't him. Well, will you tell us who it was? No. But you're going to let him out? Well, it could be him. It could be him. And but it was you, like, but you still, you're going to still let him out. Regardless. We can't give him bail. Oh, well, you're going to let him out. Yeah, well, well I'm just, so we're going to start beating the black We people. weren't going to give you bail anyway. You're going to let him out for free. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to let him out. Well, we're going to ransack this place. We're going to start beating up all black people around the, around the town. But the cold part is they let him out and they were like, well, we're here. here. Just We're here, just so here. we're going to still do that. Yeah. They still did it. <laughs> yeah. And we already, I didn't already put on pants, so. We're going to start beating up black people and, and knocking up, flipping cars over and stuff. Yeah, man. But you shouldn't have arrested them in the first place. Yeah. We're going to do that anyway. Yeah. We're going to do it anyway, but we wanted to make a point. Mm-hmm. Point we made. Still, we still got our guy. Now we're going to do what we came here to do. Yeah. Yep. So on June uh, twenty June 23rd of 2019, George White um, historical marker was un- unveiled in Green, in Green Bank Park in March. I'm sorry. It marked the 116th anniversary of george white's lynching mm. the same year in early august the marker was stolen <laughs> a replacement marker it's so wild to hear i don't want this shit in my neighborhood <laughs> you know how mad you know how much of a hater you but, gotta be in 2019 yes, to be mad it's like it's like about a marker still though it's still the same way man still they did that memorial for um 
um, George Floyd and um, what's her name? God rest her soul. Breonna uh, Taylor. Breonna Taylor. Spray painted and all fucking on a skateboard. They caught a video. They caught a video. That dude on, on a skateboard a came by and just fucking threw a bucket of paint on it or whatever. Like, man, fuck him. You know how cold? Like, it's just such a like, it's just. That's different. That's different. That's a, a different level of hate, man. Yeah. Just knowing his cameras and all kinds of shit around, just like. Man, f- man, fuck, fuck this street sign. Can't Breonna man. Taylor Street. Fuck that. Like, what? You went and ripped down the. You took a saw there and, and sawed the whole pole down? That's different, man. Yeah, man, because I'm saying fuck her. Yeah. is uh, That's what you're saying? That's wild. Um, so there, in uh same year in early August, the marker was stolen. And a replacement marker, um, partially funded by citizens of the town, was unveiled in October 20th of 2019. Bet you it's not there. Bet you it's, bet you it's not there. I'll bet you money. I bet you, you, they're, on the, so? I bet you they're on the third one, at least. Still, oh, they didn't yeah, go still. through 2020. It's true. Racial tension went to through the roof. So that happened in 2019, 2020. Somebody went, man, fuck him. Psh. And his name is George. Psh. But a hundred some years him. ago, fuck him. A hundred some years ago, fuck him. And they did this in 2019. It was like somebody was like, fuck that guy. Fuck, yeah, a seven, a 17 year old. 99 years too late. 99 crazy, years man. too late. You that's wouldn't crazy. even you were you you couldn't even sniff this situation. You don't know anything about this. Man, fuck him. Just Googled it. Yeah. Just saw it and just like got word of it and just Googled it. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Spray paint all over it. Just steal it. <laughs> it's crazy. But I just, it's just, that was the lynching of George White. It's just, it's still crazy to hear that today there's still hate for something that happened 100 years ago. It's history. Yeah. It's not taught like history, but for people to go, st- yeah. Just like you said when we talk about um Emmett Till situation uh-huh. when people yeah. go like I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about it. I'm just over stop, it. Just stop talking about it. It happened. <laughs> Can we watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. And that's crazy. That's where we live in. Let something come on tomorrow about Black History Month during that game. Oh my goodness. And it already happened. We're talking from the past because it's Monday. Yeah. True. But let some shit some fucking five minute and you know the world is never Come a long way, but we still Some got black a long way to go. Commercials, man. Cut, Twitter's gonna go. Quick. Cut this shit off. Fuck this. I'm boycotting the Super Bowl. Oh, they don't. They leave me alone. Is the is the is the sentiment now? I don't care. It and that's it's nice. That's nice. I wish I could not care. I really do. I really sometimes it's because I get tired. The world is tiring. Yeah. The news is depressing. Yeah, but I can't not care about racial tension. No, because it directly affects me. Yeah, so I can't be like, "Oh my God, well you got to shut up about whatever having yeah. to do with with you know the treatment of black people." It's in just America. a level of stress that black people have to deal with every day, constantly. That you know, white people just don't have to, just don't have. It's just added, and, and every and everybody's stressed out, and I, and I, and that's an argument I get too, where it's like I have I, kids too, and I have this. Stress. That's what I'm saying, because <laughs> that's because that's the thing. It's like yeah. I have my own stresses. This is happening with my family. I have a tough job. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 here's a, I have all that too, and then there's this. Yeah, and then you start talking. You climb up the corporate ladder. I mean, like this whole thing, this this Brian Flores thing, the coach down in Miami. The idea that there's like three coaches in the NFL that are black, and one of them is like the most decorated. The, Mike Tomlin is like the most decorated coach other than Bill Belichick in the year, yeah. in, in the league. And that's how good you have to be at the job to keep your job. Yep. You don't get one year to be below 500, figure it out, try to build something. It's like you need to come here and you need to win. And then when you get fired and then there's no black. Now there's only Mike Tomlin is still there. They have the same speech that they've had for the last 30 years. 
they did they they found some footage of a, a baseball manager from like 1985 asking why there's no black uh, general managers in the league, and he was like. Well, I mean, it's the same reason you don't see too many black quarterbacks. And it's like, you know, it's a different level level of intelligence. Just like that's straight up saying. overtly yeah. racist. But that's when you could overtly say it. Yeah, yeah, That's still what they think. Oh, absolutely. But they just, they just don't say it. It's just like, hey, man, you, you know, say it how about just the most qualified guy gets the job? Yeah. I was like, well, why does the guy that's most qualified always seems to be a white guy? Yeah. That's weird that that just always seems to be the case. Yeah. Well, it just is. I mean, why do you guys have to make everything about race? No, how about no, no, the best no. person for the job it. gets the job? It's yeah, like, say no, it what they want to say is he got the job because we don't think black people can do the job as well. Yeah. But just people that don't keep up with sports, um, black people or black coaches or whatever, they get the... They always get the jobs where it's like the team sucks. Yeah. No and chance of, no chance of. Uh, the team sucks yeah. and they ain't rebuild. And then it's like. And they don't get to rebuild. They don't get to rebuild. You don't have a long leash. So it's like, the team sucks and you give me this shitty team and then you want me to win and I can't win and I get fired. And Mike Tomlin, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a good coach, but I don't know if you saw the interview, like maybe a couple weeks, a couple months back where it was like, I think like they lost, something happened where like he lost him and he was like, and he was like, um, Something about him being fired or something. It was like something, and he was like, "Y'all ain't asking y'all not y'all not asking uh, Bill Belichick this. So yeah. why you asking me this? Right? Y'all know, y'all know what y'all doing. Mike Tomlin's been won won, <laughs> won multiple Super Bowls. Been in the Super Bowl a bunch of times. Yeah. Never lost a season. No, never gone below five hundred in a season. And you have one bad season. And it's like, so are you not confident that your your job is safe? It's like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the idea. So why you asking me that? You're not asking. You're not asking white coach this. The idea that like job security isn't assured for a person who is as decorated as Mike Tomlin is speaks to the whole thing that they're saying. Yeah. You and know, that's a level of stress that he has to, or black people has to deal with. It's yeah. like, I gotta, I don't get I gotta, as many chances to fuck up as no, anybody else. Absolutely does. not. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's, that's, that's, it's just, it's just, and then again, as I've spoken about before, it becomes this paranoia that you have to yeah, live with every day. Because now, because now we live in a, it's it's we it's weird now we live in this kind of like overt is becoming cool again mm. like it's kind of becoming okay to say the quiet part out loud again yeah but for many years we had to play this game of like was that racist like did this happen to me because of racist shit because it's possible all the time but then sometimes it's easy to go oh god are you gonna do that and it's a mind and game, it's but like, it's now it's like, damn, though. man, it's exhausting even having to think about it. Yes. Like, was this, did, was this racist that happened to me? Cause maybe it wasn't, but, but maybe it was yeah. like historically yeah. it probably was, yeah. but like maybe, maybe it's me, maybe I'm, it's internalized, you know, feelings and I'm overreacting yeah. and you got to play the, am I the crazy black man game with yourself with all these microaggressions that happen to you every day? And it's exhausting. So yeah, it's like the more things change, the more things stay the same. Like my life, I couldn't sit here and say my life is as difficult as George White's life might have been. Or if he was guilty, I don't know. But I'm just saying like the life of a person in 1905. Yeah. My life isn't that. But the, the, there's elements of that still today. Yeah. And they are, they impede on my life. You know, you've spoken about incidences that you've had. I've spoken yeah. about incidences that I've had. Did I feel like I was going to die in those incidences? No. no, but like, I don't think they would have happened to me if I didn't look how I looked. Right, and that's an added level of stress to my life. So yeah, it's just something to think about, man. I don't know. Um, we kind of went off on a little ramble there, but it's Black History yeah. Month. I don't know. Black History Month. I just still want people that don't have to deal with those to realize what black people have to go through on a daily basis mentally. Yeah, every day, 
and it's exhausting. It's like it's exhausting, especially if you at a store and something's weird happening. Then you get in your car and you go, "Did they like? Because they be racist? Like yeah. it's it's so it's just like, ah, uh, it's a lot. It could be a lot sometimes, man. Uh, man, <laughs> <laughs> that can it can definitely be a lot sometimes, yeah. and it and it exists outside of Black History Month. Yep. So I'm not I'm not here to say that the the struggle of black people is the only struggle. So that's why, you know, we had the discussion about Whoopi Goldberg. I was open to any conversation that happened because I recognize that there are other perspectives in this world than mine yeah. and yours and, and people that look like us. But um, all I can do is speak my truth about my own perspective and, and, and let people know things that are annoying or things that are real that I, you know, that I go through and have experienced. And I'm open to hearing other people's stories too. I, you know, I'm looking to, to grow, you know, um, that's 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 the whole purpose of this podcast so yeah let's have more of that you know i know it's black history month so obviously do your education but you know if ever we mess up or you feel like we are ignorant on a topic I, let us know let us help us grow and that's kind of let's do it together let's all grow together let's all do our homework together but anyway let's go ahead and uh let's jump into some good vibes Welcome back. It's time for our good vibes. Um, let me get my, my app closed out. Sorry, guys. Uh, Come on, we get it together, man. You know, you know the pace, man. Come so, on. be ready. I don't know if this is my story is a good vibe or not, but this was oh, this <laughs> this um plays a part with the with your story. Okay. Social media um, things that that conversation that we had. Sure. So, um, here you go. So, cyber flashing. Cyber flashing is when a person is sent an unsolicited sexual image on their mobile device by an unknown person online through mm-hmm. social media, messaging, or even airdropping. Which yes. is that's crazy. I've seen some funny pranks of that though. Not of like a. a I've seen dick, that too, but for somebody, like a funny airdrop, you're in a public place and you yeah. airdrop everybody a, a picture of like a funny meme. That's hilarious. Yeah, but, but it's still as that. intrusive though. Yeah, it, but to, if to it was a dick, it, it wouldn't be funny. A DP? Yeah. A dick Airdrop? Pic, a dick pic in like a cathedral in Italy. You're on a, a, a tour on vacation and you get a dick pic in your phone. It's like, it's wild. Yeah. And also probably feels very like um, violated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But good vibes, right? I mean, there's something, right? Coming. I guess. Is it? <laughs> so currently there is no law, no, no law which addresses cyber flashing in mm-hmm. England or on Wales, despite the act being made illegal in Scotland around 12 years ago. 12 damn the move intends to reflect penalties for indecent exposure in public cyber flashing is said to be included in sexual offenses act of 2003 mm, so you can end up on like a, a list explaining the offenses of the offense of incident exposure sean cofield criminal solicitor at at Hodge jones and allen told mail online the prosecution would need to prove someone intend intended to expose their genitals and that they and that they did so intending to cause alarm and distress and it can apply to it can it can apply to anyone whether the victim is a stranger or someone they know about <coughs> time somebody said about time they took this action so i'm saying that men who sent unsolicited dps uh-huh. can now face two years in jail whoa that's big yeah because those those are still flying like high ca- like hotcakes. 
Yeah, man. So this is over there. This is that's over. Country. That's over across the pond. Yeah, 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 across the pond. But I don't know if that's least, coming here. Two they, years? At least they like all right. Something we got to y'all got to cut this. this out. This is insane. <laughs> Just sending DPS everywhere. Yeah, that's insane. That's and nuts. not caring. That's is a sexual offense. Yeah, you need to be put in jail. Sure, for sure. Something definitely. You have Penal- some fine, kind of punishment. Something, something. I respect. So I, it. I agree with it. I respect I, it. I respect it. Too. I don't know if it's coming here. Doubt it. I doubt it comes here. Doubt it. But um, that's great. It's great that they're you know, people shouldn't just be sending DPS to people. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But I feel like isn't every dick pic unsolicited? Even if it's to your girlfriend or something like. She didn't ask. I'm saying, but like, I feel like oh. more times than not, they didn't ask. I feel like, uh, I no, feel like no. even if it's like you, you are dating and it's you, f- you know, you guys have had consensual sex, whatever. You guys have been intimate or whatever. You feel you, you feel like hey, I'm looking. Feel like I'm hanging good today. Let me, go ahead. Let, me go <laughs> ahead, let me go ahead and fire this. The blood off. is pumping the right way. You should. I feel like you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Like you should. Yo, putting your I dick in like- the pump is crazy. Let's- <laughs> if you own a dick, imagine. Listen to listen. I don't need to know women. Please let me know. Send me message. Message me if if you. What's the craziest thing you've ever gone to a dude's house and seen? Because yeah. a dick, seeing a dick pump, I only know that from movies. I don't even know that that's a real thing you could buy. But if I, if there's any ladies out there, if you ever went to a guy's house that you have planned on hooking up with, and you saw a dick pump, what is the reaction to that? Even like, yo, you put your dick in this? That's crazy. And dude, you squeeze the, the little thing and you pump your dick. Yeah, that's crazy. I never, I didn't know that was a real thing. I, but I think you should. I think. Most guys do it when they eat. No, I'm not saying most no. guys. No. That's, 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 that's false. Some guys, yes, get like asked to get send asked, it. That's different. Yes, that's very different. That's different being asked. That's consensual. You shouldn't be sending it without being No, asked. but it is dudes being like, but this guy's shower, and then, and the water they, was warm. Yeah, but that means they think, even if it's random, they think what the girl can be like, oh, what's this up? Is, yeah, this dick is awesome. That's what every dude thinks. That's crazy. Every dude that does it. Yeah. So yeah, no, for sure. And way more. Leave, you leave with that? That's Instead the, of saying, hey? Yeah. <laughs> But this, ha- yes, this happens. And they, they expect the girl to be like, come here immediately, yeah. please. I'm begging you. That happens. So again, I don't think it's ever going to, the laws are ever going to change here where you get no. any kind of real punishment. But that, you know what women do and I, and I support it and I'm all for it is like, they put these dudes up on these websites. Yeah. They rate their dick in public and shame them or whatever. Like, yeah, man, look, listen, I'm never opposed to public shaming. I know, I know the world has changed. Twitter has changed a lot, like from 2009. But there used to be a lot more public shaming on Twitter. And I'm not opposed to it when people deserve it. I don't think you should be public shaming people for just existing. Like, for example, yeah. a, ne- a bad version of public shaming is when they made the dude from the Cosby show feel bad because he was working at Trader Joe's. He just is work- he was he's a working comedian. He was like, Trader Joe's has health insurance and I work here. And somebody took a picture of him to be like, yo. Oh, Alvin? Yeah, yeah. It's Elvin. Oh, so- okay. <laughs> but you know, I'm not not disrespecting yeah, him. But no, I'm saying he's a different guy. Um, but they took the picture of him to be like, yo, can you believe? Look how this guy's fallen. That's how they yeah. meant for What's it to be. Name? I don't know. He's Elvin forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they meant for it to be like a shameful thing. So I don't think you should shame people for whatever. But yeah, no. I'm I I'm I'm a constant person on here who's like, listen, if some dude slide ladies, if you some dude slides in your DMs and you aren't a sex worker or have an OnlyFans and they're like, Can you send me some of your dirty underwear? Go to the store, yeah, buy some underwear. And charge this person money for just whatever. Yeah, fart, get over on these fucking w- yes. Get over on these fucking weird dudes, man. Yeah, I'm not here to kink shame, but no. If you're going around just sliding into the DMs of regular people who aren't doing that for a living, asking them for their personal belongings, finesse him, finesse them, finesse that person. 
Also, if there's dudes sending you dick pics to your phone or sending you weird messages, put them on by Felipe or fucking put their dick pic on Twitter and everybody laugh at Bye it. Felipe. Yeah, there's like this. There used to be. A, I don't know if it's still an Instagram account, but there was an Instagram account called by Felipe where girls would be like, this is this weird text exchange I had with this dude. Mm. It would be like, that's funny. Like or like, you know how dudes would be like accidentally text group text 17 girls the same like, hey, I would really like to see you tonight. I miss you. But it's like you know, I think I did that a couple times. No, no, that's that's your bag for yeah. sure. No, I, I thought I thought it sends out as an, an individual. <laughs> you'd you'd have been viral for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, true. But no, do that to these dudes. Make them go. They want they want attention. Give them the attention that they want. Yep. You know, but get I'm, the bag. Get man. I, and and I don't like to be the guy that gets sexist when they talk about if I was a girl, but. If I was a girl, I'd be getting over on all these dudes. I'll be getting over, man, for sure. I'd be like, you want some of my dirty underwear, <laughs> big boy? Man, just just go take some <laughs> brand new underwear from the store, rub them around in dirt, put them in a bag, yeah, and then fucking mail them off. Yeah. Fuck you. $25, $50. I'd be getting <laughs> over, bro. I'd be like joining the scammer, but in real life. That's funny. Man. Honestly, truly. I'd be, honestly, truly. God, I'm wearing fur coats. Like, oh, yes. I'll send you uh, one of my bras immediately. Go to the store, buy a bra, send it to him. Boom. Hundred dollars, getting bread. That's what I'd be mm. doing. Oh, you want breast milk? I make breast milk. Yes, here's here's a jar of breast milk. Thousand dollars. Don't even have breast milk. It's just milk in the store. <laughs> it's oat milk. Stupid. I'd be getting over, bro. Get over on them. <laughs> it's just the best. The internet exists. It's the yeah. best time to be a scammer. Yep. And you know the the most legal scam, selling stuff that you just have. Yeah. That girl was selling jars of farts. It was making some money too. Do you know how much money the girl that acts like a dog makes on OnlyFans? There's a girl that's like walking around on all fours pretending to be a what, dog. Six figures? She makes seven figures. She makes a millions of dollars a year because dudes like to see her like denigrate herself. And she's like, whatever. I'll fucking. If they think I'm like embarrassing myself or they, they like to see me be submissive, whatever. They're paying me money. Wow. That's fine. I just bought a Lamborghini. Anyway, my good vibe story is about a woman who raced to save the world's largest and stinkiest flower, the three foot wide corpse flower. So what scientists wouldn't be drawn to try to save is the world's largest flower, especially when it, the Rafficia, is the world's Nash is the country is their country's national flower. However, when you add in the fact that the world's largest flower is also the world's foulest and that its life cycle is unlike any other plant species on earth, then suddenly the panda of the plant world begins to look more like a headache than the remarkable organism that it is. So Sophie, I can't say her last name, a PhD in agriculture at the Bogor Botanical Gardens on the island of, ja of Java is one of the world's foremost experts on this on this strange flower and her efforts to build a body of knowledge that will allow for the cultivation of the corpse flower into the future could save it from extinction. Raflesia, also known as the corpse flower or the giant Padma, is a parasitic specimen that has no leaves, roots or stems but rather one, only one giant one meter long 20 pound bloom that smells like rotting meat found only in the rainforest of of Sumatra and Borneo it's our it's artificial cultivation in the face of habitat loss is problematic because for more than 70 years of attempts no botanist has ever successfully created Raflesia 
uh, Rafflesia nursery. So this flower only blooms in one place, and they haven't been able to re- remake it somewhere else. Can't get the seed and just plant it again? That hasn't been successful for 70 years. That's crazy. So it only grows in this rainforest. Wow. Uh, with seeds the size of sawdust grains, so they're very small and fine, uh, pollinated flowers infect a genus of vines called Tetris Gemas. Well, it's going to be a lot of words. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, before slowly growing over many months into an, an enormous cabbage-sized bulb, the curiosities don't end there. In fact, it barely qualifies as a plant, which is like, what the fuck is this thing? It branched away from having genetics that code from photosynthesis millions of years ago and relies entirely upon its host for energy. Furthermore, unlike most flowers that have pollination equipment, Rafflesia's blooms are sexually monomorphic, which means that even after taking a year to grow a flower, once it's time to once it's time to reproduce, it can only succeed if there is another flower of the opposite sex within the same territory of the carrion flies attracted to the scent of the rot from its nectar. So it sounds like it sounds like honestly, this thing kind of should die because it's very difficult i think they call it a panda because um you know pandas are so lazy that that's why they're becoming extinct like they won't fuck really they're so lazy that they won't fuck each other didn't know that so this is like this is so difficult to pollinate that it's like the panda of plants uh just as it's different there here it is just as it's difficult to get pandas to breed rafflesia are in are a pain in the neck as the blooms last only a week giving precious little time for coordination um and this woman is fighting to save them um i kind of lost the steam on this i don't care anymore <laughs> it's been hard to find good vibes lately if you guys have been being honest um also side note okay i was like i just really was like i just don't really care uh so, <laughs> it's like i don't fucking well, I was barely i don't know man <laughs> i don't know maybe it should be extinct i don't know uh but a funny thing i found out about plants recently did you know there's a plant you know just touching on not touching on it doesn't have anything to do with last week but just i don't know synergy a little bit you know there's a plant called a wandering jew no i really felt like that was a really offensive name but the plant is beautiful it's like vines and they're purple really beautiful but i was where? like who named this where what where does it grow i don't know where it grows oh. it was at a friend's house oh. they had they had friend's house they had wander they had a wandering jew oh okay but it was a, like a pot of wandering. you jew. can just get one yeah you can just get it from like oh, the, okay. fl- the florist you can get like a, you know some stems of a wandering jew i just feel like that's a weird thing to say i feel like that's a weird why name it that I don't know why it's what's the the, the etymology of that. I don't know why it's called that, but interesting. Yeah, but I lost steam on that, guys. If you want to learn more about the stinky rotting meat plant, I'll Google the rest of it. I don't know. It's really boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care that it's extinct or it's going endangered. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Uh, that offends somebody. Huh? Somebody, you might. They're like, somebody. I'm her. Yeah. I listen to the. I'm the woman trying to save it. I'm sorry if you listen, uh, lady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't say your last name. And I'm sorry I don't care that that plant's dying. I really just don't care. Uh, it's been really hard to find news to get excited about. Yeah. Me and you t- every week we're like, what's the good vibes? Yeah. And people send us ones and it's like, I mean, that seems like a noble cause, but like it just does. It's not exciting me. I don't care about trees and you know whatever you know. That's great. I care about them, but like I don't want to read about it for ten paragraphs. So oh, yeah, you know, uh, let's, if you want to send us good vibes, let's make sure there's like kids involved or like yeah. old people skateboarding, something like that. We haven't been able to find stuff like that in 2022. It just like, it hasn't been happening. I don't know. No. Everything's about co- conservation and places that were burning down, aren't burning down now. Like that's not good or it's good, but like, it's not <laughs> exciting. No, this is the best I could find. And I don't even Stay know what up. the hell your thing was. That what? wasn't even good vibes. They put in uh 
People get jail for d- sending dick pics now. Send DPs, man. Man, my heart's warm. No DPs. My heart, my heart grew three sizes bigger. Don't send DPs unless you're ass. Don't send DPs unless you're ass. That's that. If there's any takeaway from this episode, it is that unsolicited dick pics. Hey, man, they're not cool. No. And you want to be cool, man. Hey, be yeah. cool and send send off those nudes when they're asked for. Yeah. That's what Lady Carm kind of was like. You need to stop. She's stop like, hey, be careful. And yeah, all you said was that you did it once. Yeah. I still to this day have never done it. Never will. <laughs> it just takes a different kind of confidence that I don't have, man. I just couldn't never, <laughs> never, never could imagine <laughs> being that confident. Yeah. Anyway, friend, you got any recommendations? Um, you watching anything good? Let's see. I, f- I watched um, Red Notice. I watched that yesterday. Is that the Bruce Willis movie? No, it's with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan. Oh, Ryan and, and uh, Ma- uh, Gal Gadot and all them. Yeah. 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 Um, was it good? I watched that. Was yeah, it fun? I liked it. It was fun. It. It, was, it was my type of movie. What does that mean? <laughs> it was um What is your type of movie? Oh, let's break this down. What? This is fun. Okay. What is Fran's type of movie? Uh it was uh it was some action involved. Of course. Action involved. It was um comedy in it. Comedy. Um and it was uh Oh shit, didn't see that coming. Oh, a twist. A nice fun twist. Yeah, like at the end where I go. Oh, okay, I didn't see that coming. That was okay. cool. A misdirect, if you will. Yeah. That. Okay. So it was pretty cool. That's the three that's the three elements to a Fran movie. I know you yeah. like a nice uh, bikini girl. Yeah. They have that? The girl in it was beautiful. Oh, Gal- what's Gal- her Gal- name? Oh, Gal- my God. Yeah, she's unreal. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's unreal. Um, yep. but, those th- but those three, yeah. action, twist, comedy, yep. you're in. Yep. Okay. Um, so it was a good movie. That uh, doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's what I would say if I was trying to, t- what I thought yeah. of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good movie. I noticed that Ryan Reynolds, his, his role in that, and that movie was just like uh, Deadpool. That he's a, he's Deadpool in every movie. He's yeah, ever been I know. In. Yeah, he's just a sarcastic guy. But it's just like, oh, I see where. You know, yeah, that's his. Ca- is, that, that's, that's his it. thing. He's very. I don't know if he's typecast. That's like, but that's what he does. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he could do. I'm sure he could do other. Yeah, he's the best at it. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, you. I wouldn't say that. Like, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. just kind of like the same inflection or whatever. Yep. But it works. Yeah, he, he does, does that. He does that. Uh, what else? I watched. Uh, I finished. Um, don't look up. Finish that. How'd you feel that about was it? Crazy. I've been hearing like it remind me of like it remind me of a it gave me like a at the end it gave me like a uh, make your Trump hurt? vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Very Trump vibes. Did it make your movie. stomach hurt and make you question, you know, what the future was hold for for us yeah, as a people? That uh, that may happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't be here, but mm-hmm. it, it, that yeah. may actually happen. I think anybody anybody who like got it because there's there's been some backlash because um, Spider Man no No Way Home wasn't nominated for Best Picture, but don't look up was nominated for best picture so people have been like did anybody even like this movie I didn't. and i go i don't but i didn't i wouldn't say i don't think i'll ever watch it again no but it was but it was it was a great movie yeah i like and that. it was very real and yeah. scary and funny and yeah. and real and it was and, different it was a different uh I, I didn't like i didn't like uh leonardo's role in that movie to me, it was it was something too I'm not used to. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, was, used it to. wasn't like we weren't getting like full Leo. Yeah, so uh, but it was than, more about the message. That's why. Though. Yeah. Also, like a little. Also, I like in movies like little stuff that you have to like some some like some people may not pay attention to. Yeah. But then like it happens, you go, oh shit, he said that, and like the like when the guy was like, she asked him, how do I die? I'm oh, sorry, spoiler. <laughs> she asked him like, so how do I die? He was like, he get eat by like a, a yeah, a and then they, and they go to the, yeah, and they go to the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, little no, stuff yeah. like that. I like. Yeah, I think yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. that was funny. That was that was good. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Oh, I did watch Murderville. I did start watching that. I'm on. I finished the second episode. Bro, is it not? I like it. It is. I really like it. It is. I got the first. I got the first episode wrong. I was like, damn. It is. Honestly. 
It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like PBS for adults. The the idea that the idea It's hard for me to it's hard to me it's hard for me to believe that so for example, um Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, yeah. Conan O'Brien is going off it's it's just He's off script, bro. Off script. Watch every episode. Did you only watch one? I'll finish him and the Marshawn Lynch episode. You gotta watch. Oh, you think Marshawn Lynch knew what he was, what he was doing when he was that at the card game? That was, that was authentic. That was all authentic. of them are authentic, bro. Marshall, but it's just it's still like Conan O'Brien just happens to be a comedic genius, so he can play along better. But there's other ones where people but aren't. But the other people though, the oh no, they no only the only the guest doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, but you have to still react to what he's saying though, even if he's off script. What do you mean? Oh, because uh, the what the guest says? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like they are all great improvisers, and they know what they're going to say anyway, so they just kind of like tweak it a little bit. Okay, because they, the cl- they have That's to give the they have to give the they have to give the clues, and they have to whatever. So they might go, "Oh, stop stirring that so fast!" But I'm going to say the next thing that I have to say. Still, it's all. That's why it's so genius to me because I feel like it is. I don't think that. I'm not saying it ain't about. Yeah, it's, it's hard so to believe. It's so genius, but it's like yeah, it's like it's, it's just super dope that they can they had because the I know I could do never that. do it. That's crazy. That's why it's like that's what. But that's I'm. You're more so like it's hard to fathom or hard to believe, and I'm more so like that's fucking incredible that this person but both though. is playing off of the guest right, and the guest is you know they're laughing and falling out of character and stuff, but they yeah. still are like getting through the scenes. Yeah, and then Will Arnett is directing the whole. Is beautiful. He's masterful. He's staying in his character. He's got the voice, and he's like. And the, that's why a car. That's good how you do that. Well, Will Arnett is a—he's a comedic genius. But the show is like—it's brilliant. It's like—it's probably the most brilliant show I've ever seen. Is it the most funny show I've ever seen? No, but it's up there. And like, but the concept of it—the fact that you can really pay attention and solve the crime before the episode yeah. ends—and the fact that they keep—they put all the clues in there and are doing bits and are doing improv and. The whole thing. I love the show. The show is so brilliant. I love it so much, man. Murderville, highly recommend that. And uh, yeah, um, I was watching Murderville. was something I was watching as well. Euphoria, getting crazier and crazier. Gives Zendaya her Emmy immediately. I know you don't watch Euphoria, right? No. The past episode five of season two. I don't even know. What is it about? It's about like the most exaggerated version of high school and drug use and teen sex and all that shit. Just on 10 hmm. it's all very exaggerated i can get but that. but but zendaya is it boring oh no 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 it's, it's not boring. It's incredibly exciting it's like it's insane it's it's literally insane it's like is it like a tv show for like tv people i don't know what people that means watching, man like you you're a tv person you watch a lot of tv yeah but like it's a good show is what's a tv show for tv people that's just people that just like watch a whole bunch of shit when they go like, oh, this is a great show. But somebody that doesn't <laughs> watch TV that goes like, would they still say, oh, this is a great show? I think so, man. I think it. so. I think. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm, not here, I'm not here to twist your arm about it. I'm just here to say I, I like the show. It's a great show. It's getting crazy. And, and Zendaya is putting on like an incredible performance every week. But what is crazy, though? Is it like. um. Uh, she's I doing heroin and she might be sex trafficked by somebody like it's it, what do you mean it's crazy i'm not being like it's crazy the dialogue is so complex and they use big words i'm not saying like it's crazy from the aspect of somebody who really likes camera angles or something i mean it's crazy like she shit her she's been she was like shitting her pants in the episode like literally i mean it's crazy it's gross F- fighting and police chases and stuff like that crazy shit 
That's what I mean. Right. So yeah, but I'm yeah, I'm not here to twist your arm about it. <laughs> Euphoria. I've been watching it. It's a great show. So and yeah, you reminded me, Murderville's fucking one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. So Murderville, Euphoria, you know, all this stuff. Great shows, great TV out there. Hulu got a lot of good stuff on there. Can't really think of anything right now. It's been a crazy week. Anyway, um, yeah, man. Happy Black History Month. And um I don't know. You got anything else, Fran? Nope. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Jesus. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park